I'm chilling on a dirt road, laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones. Hey, y'all, this is Cole Ford, and you're listening to Small Town Famous. He threw uh, about 95 miles an hour and did not have a clue where it was going. (laughs) Unfortunately, he started one out over the plate, and it ran about that much, and it caught the hitter. Right here. Oh. Mm, oh. Right here. So like Jordan, it would have killed him. Oh, that's what I mean. Chase, oh, it would have killed him. It would have taken, yeah. taken my nose off completely. <laughs> or, I mean, you might have got a base hit. I don't know. I just felt too at home. Everybody listening to episode 17 of Small Town Famous, the biggest little podcast out there. Um, if you enjoy us, hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the STF Famous. STF being all capitalized. Chase. Um, I'm just, I'm just there's another STF Famous. No, no, there's not. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, it's at the STF Famous. You can even find us at smalltownfamous.com. Uh, I'm assuming what that is. And then you can also find us, find us at Small Town Famous on our, on our fan page on Facebook. Um, I'm Alan, and tonight we've got Jordan, Chase, and Jeffrey. And our special guest is going to be Jeffrey Orr, uh, baseball legend around our parts. And, uh, but tonight, I, before we get started, I just wanted to mention and give a special thanks to Regional Hospice Care Group. Um, that, who's sponsoring tonight's show? Uh, they got two locations in Minden and Shreveport. Uh, the most experienced and ho- most experienced hospice care team in North Louisiana. Uh, have, they have a full-time physician on staff to meet the needs of every patient that they serve. You can call them at 318-382-9396 for more information. Again, that's 318-382-9396 for more information. All right, this week we have, uh, again, a special guest with us here today. Um, the Atlanta Braves signed him back in 1990. He played two years with the organization's minor league teams in that system. He's a homegrown Arkla Texan boy, <laughs> Mr. Jeffrey Orr. What's up, Welcome to fellas? the show, Jeffrey. Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Man, excited uh, to be here. Yep, we are. We, we were excited. You know, we had uh, probably the most. I would say the most interest in your this just the upcoming episode, right? Than we've had for when we release an episode. So yeah, we promoted this episode, put it on Facebook, yeah. and it got more shares, more likes, more comments than anything. Really? Yeah. yeah really That's kind of crazy. Yeah, a lot of people want to hear the story, man. They want to hear us up. They hear us I got up. a bunch of stories. I'm not sure I need to tell all of them, but I mean, I got <laughs> oh, a bunch of stories. Man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we're going to, uh, we're definitely going to, you know, a lot of times we keep it kind of loosey goosey yeah. and we let everybody um, kind of goof off and talk and stuff. Absolutely. But tonight we're going to, I think we all just kind of want to know the story because it, it's a fascinating world that very few people ever get to, what, less than 10% of any baseball player ever makes it. Mm-hmm. To the minor league system, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we want to talk a bit more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me break yeah. it down. Yeah. So um, 
So let's just get started with some uh, just a few questions that right. I know that we all had. Um, but just tell us, give a little bit of background. Uh, just tell us about where you grew up. You know what hometown? Let's just because again, you're talking to all the millions of people that listen to us every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a I just forgot just, where I grew up. Hold on. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about. Well, I mean, I grew up backstory. in Spring Hill. Give us your backstory. So, backstory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chelsea. I, <laughs> I grew up in Spring Hill. Uh, was there all my life, basically. Uh, played, I guess, in the side yard with everybody. You know, it's all we did. Whatever sport basically was in season, that's all we did. Uh, I got two brothers, Jonathan, Patrick. Um, we, uh, I guess, I. I forced them to play ball with us ever, you know, whether it was in the street, in the yard, or whatever, growing up. And uh, I guess it probably made me and them both better players. You now, are you uh, youngest, middle, I'm the oldest. oldest? All right. Did you yeah. beat up on them quite often? Uh, not too bad. <laughs> I mean, we had, we had, we did have our moments, and so I mean, there's, there's a bunch of those stories. But you know, they, they pretty much looked up to me, and. Uh, I was four and a half. Well, I am four and a half years older than Jonathan, the middle one, and then Pat's another two years younger than me and Jonathan. So uh, there's a little distance there, but you know, I was leaving high school or leaving you know college when Jonathan was coming along, and then Pat was coming along after that. So, so you had like but, a small family dynasty. Well, we, we, were they? I don't know if you say it, but we. I mean, they they both were pretty talented. So you know, we all three played baseball in college, and then. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan played at uh, SAU, and then Pat played at Bipsy, and for two years he actually was led the nation in junior college in ERA. Oh, uh, his last year, he went to SAU. Uh, I think the the uh, cardio part of the SAU program kind of got to him, and he didn't, you know. So he left and went to Louisiana Tech and stayed there for a season and. Unfortunately, the coach was not – he was not very player-friendly. They brought him in from uh, South Carolina, and this guy was – I mean, after they win a ball game, he cussed them out for two for an hour and a half down the left field line. And so my brother just said, you know, it's not for me. So and pretty it, much it, being the same thing as married. Yeah. What you're <laughs> Almost, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you do it right, you're still getting in trouble. So, <laughs> right. anyway, but, I mean, I, I grew up in Spring Hill uh, – my only thing I ever wanted to do was play baseball, you know. And so uh, I didn't get really – I guess the SAU said, you know, I could come walk on out of high out of high school, and I didn't really have any big offers, which they, we didn't have junior colleges like they have, one on every corner nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, Bipsy was there, but it was – there was no baseball program. Right. Uh, I think uh, East Texas had a few of them, but they, I mean, they just weren't, you know, nobody comes. It's like kind of like, unfortunately, it's kind of like Taylor. Nobody really comes to Spring Hill right. you know, unless you're just driving through. Yeah. You know, not too many people stopped back then. And so, you know, I didn't have a baseball coach per se. God love him. I mean, he was a football coach that coached baseball. And so get out there and play ball, yeah. you know. And so we weren't. If we didn't play football, you weren't really heavy, heavily promoted, you know. So they wanted to push their football players, and I mean, I can't blame them. That's Who what, was that at Spring Hill? No, I'm uh, the coach, Coach Flan. Okay, yeah. I mean, I love him to death, but sure. he was a football coach, right, through and through. So, uh, well, most of the little schools back then, 
you've coached every sport. Yeah, you, you I mean, still yeah. do. Yeah, you yeah, still, right. still yeah, do, yeah, basically. Right. I mean, you got to coach two sports at least nowadays. So, yeah. I mean, there's very few of them out there where you're just a head football or head baseball coach or something like that. So, yeah. most of them you do have to coach something. But, I mean, I didn't really get – I wanted to go – I decided I wanted to go to Northeast, uh, which is you know, Louisiana Monroe now. And so, I went over there. Uh, did everything I thought I had to do to make the team. And the last day of cuts, the guy came in and said, you know, called out. Unfortunately, I was one of the names that got called out. Yeah. And uh, he kept his, I mean, this story, my mom could t- probably tell it better than me because she, <laughs> she, she cussed him out several times. But uh, <laughs> uh, she, <laughs> that little woman got him cornered up in his office one day, and I thought we was going to have to call the police to get her off of him. So, <laughs> But... He ran horses with this kid's dad at Louisiana Downs, mm-hmm. and so he kept that kid. And the kid never played a ball game. Played, he was in for a uh, half a game, broke his leg at second base, and never played again. Oh wow! wow. And so, anyway, let's say I stayed there a semester. Went to Bipsy. I still wanted to play ball. Yeah. I just didn't have any way of reaching out. There, we didn't have internet. We didn't have cell phones. Right. Well, yeah. what? what? Before we get too far into college, what was your favorite? Um, does anything stick out in your mind as your favorite memory of uh, baseball memories? When say when you were a kid, because I, I remember <coughs> watching you play summer ball. Uh, there was one year Coach Allen coached summer ball, and it was Taylor. Uh, yeah, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. So and you I, played, I was fifteen. Yeah, but Bobo Mosley. Yeah, yeah um, we had uh, Marty Dotson. Marty Dotson. And all those guys were on the team. Dennis Slack from Spring Hill Dennis was on Slack the team. Cr- throw that crazy knuckleball. Oh yeah, and throw about ninety miles an hour at yeah. fifteen. He, he could. So, yeah. yeah, but uh, you know that was a blast. I enjoyed playing. You know, that was probably one of my funnest summers. The older in my older days, when I got when I say older, fourteen, fifteen years old. Yeah. Uh, my probably my best memory is. <clears throat> as a 12-year-old, when we went to the state championship, t- state tournament in Louisiana, and we actually got beat one to nothing in the finals, I guess. And so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, that's when I that's, that's when it really, really hooked me. Okay. And so I knew that <laughs> this is what I wanted to do. You know, and so uh, uh, that and, I mean, I don't know, it was a bunch of them. That's all we did. So yeah. there's a whole bunch of them, but that probably stands out the most. Uh, guys like... Paul Wallace, uh, <laughs> Ricky Huff, Patrick Driscoll, uh, Dennis Slack, all those guys were on the team, and Rodney Wallace, and all them. And it was we were we were good. We really were. So, well, when did you feel like that you had that ability to go to the next level? I mean, do you do you remember what age you were and and things when you were a kid? Were like uh, you knew you wanted to do it, but you're like, hey, I really think I could do this. Well, I didn't I didn't know what it took to get to the next level you know and so i didn't know the amount of work uh <clears throat> what they look for what they you know what i could do versus what they wanted me to do what my weaknesses were what my strengths were and so i mean i all i want to do is play baseball i knew when i graduated all i want to do is go play college ball you know yeah and so after getting cut my first year i still want to do it you know, so I went to tryout camps for like, say, the Reds or the Rangers. They don't. We used to have them all the time in like Centenary and State Fairgrounds, and so I went to those all the time, trying to get somebody to see me. You know, and so I would always, when you know, they cut the camp down to X amount of players. <clears> There'd <throat> be 150 people there, and they keep 30 of them. I was always in that little mix, the last ones, and say that, and so they say, "Where are you going to school at?" <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm looking for a place to play. Well, uh, 
you know, they, I had several people want to send me off in Arizona somewhere or whatever. I'm small town boy from Spring Hill. I've never really been out of town, you know, <laughs> and except for to play ball. Yep. You know, I think Baton Rouge or New Orleans was probably the, or Dallas was the furthest off we'd been, you know, and uh, certainly not by ourselves. And kind of so, a fear of the unknown. Oh, type absolutely. Of thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it was definitely that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so uh, going to Northeast or going to SAU or one of those schools close by was my comfort zone. Well, yeah. can you, you know? uh, can you, um, Tell us about the story of trying out for SAU. <laughs> now, now that you mentioned it, yeah, yeah well, you, know, you mentioned it. After I after I left, tell us there, how you ended up at uh, what's that Monticello? Uh, yeah, Monticello. Too, yeah. at the end of that, I uh, after I left uh, my, I guess my letdown at Northeast, I went to Bipsy, and so I could just keep. I was going to school, get my hours and stuff like that, and and my mom was actually taking uh, some master's classes or something like that what was or, your actual major in college apart from you know uh just hmm. marketing <laughs> so, el- eligibility i think, oh, I think oh, he's yeah. asking you yeah. the question <laughs> what did i major? i was i was hoping y'all had that information but <laughs> <laughs> well, uh anyway i did what i had to do to stay eligible you know yeah, so, oh, yeah. all right well uh my mom was taking some ma- master classes up there at uh, at uh, SAU, and she goes, "Why don't you just come up here and you know just at least talk to them?" So I jumped in the car, we rode up here, and uh, I went around and talked to Coach Goodhart and uh, talked to some of the players and everything. Told him what my plans were, so he says, well, "Come on out." So I went registered for school and everything, and uh, started I guess about a week later with the five thirty. Six o'clock in the morning <laughs> workouts, you know, and I was living in Spring Hill, so I'd drive up for that, and I had eight or nine o'clock classes, and so I'd work do the two hour workout, hour and a half workout, and then sleep in the car <laughs> for a little bit, and then go to class, and so that went on for about probably three weeks, four weeks, maybe. If maybe you had longer. slept in your car at college, you've not been to college. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, uh. Uh-uh. I mean, I slept there every day. Oh, me so, too. Every day. And so I'd run in, eat me some lunch, come back, take me another nap. So, Mine tended to be at night. Yeah. Uh, well, after a Thursday night. Anybody slept in their <laughs> car <laughs> within the past year? <laughs> Frat parties? <laughs> Not in the last year, no. Uh, well, I guess it's just close. naps for me. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> we don't have your kind of job. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get to them somewhere early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Power now. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. So tell us what happened. Uh, but, I want to uh, hear about trying out. For well, SAE. I mean, I, I thought I was doing good. Uh, the problem was he wanted me to catch. Okay. Okay. The last time I caught was for Dennis Slack playing for the Taylor team when I was 15. <laughs> right. And so uh, he had two other catchers out there. Uh, I'm an infielder. I was a shortstop. And he had one shortstop, one second baseman, and one third baseman. All right. And, uh, but these guys were all seniors. And so in the back of my mind, I'm going, hey, you know, if – I'm not trying to take their spot. Redshirt me. I'll come back and be your guy next year. Well, he wanted me to still catch. And so I did that for about three or four weeks, probably maybe five weeks, and was actually was getting pretty good at it. I was starting to like it, you know. And here comes Paul Wallace, who was our catcher in high school. Well, this guy threw literally 95 from behind the plate to second base. Wow. I mean, it was just <laughs> so sick, you know? Yeah. And so, anyway, I'm like going, okay, I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm in another spot. <laughs> and so I went, uh, I guess it was the last week, basically, of tryouts that he was going to, before he announced he was going to be there for the fall. And 
I went up to his office. I wasn't going to wait. I went to his office and I said, uh, Hey coach, have you decided what you're going to do? Jeez, Jeff, you know, you know, y'all heard him talk, you know, geez, you know, I just think that, you know, I don't know, Jeff, uh, I got plenty of infielders. I said, you ain't got to keep me as an infielder. I mean, just redshirt me. I'll chase foul balls this year, you know? And he says, I just think I'm going to go with Paul. And, I mean, it's my world. Just That's twice. You know, that's strike two. Yeah. You know, northeast and now here. And so I said, are you sure? And he said, he said, yeah, I think that's just how I'm going to go. You know, he's got more experience catching. And, okay. Did he, did he go – Jeez, boy. Uh, yeah, he boy, said, you know. He didn't. Jeez. Yeah, he said it's a tough decision. Jeez, boy, you know, but I got, this is how I'm going to go, you yeah. know, basically. So I thank you, coach. Appreciate everything. Walked out of his office, went straight to the registrar's office, and quit school. All right. Because that's yeah. why I was coming to SAU was to play baseball. Oh, yeah. And so sure. uh, nothing against the school, but that's just why, you know, I, I wouldn't, at that time, all I wanted to do was play ball. And school was where I, I mean, it was just going to be a secondary thing, you know. So uh, I left uh, four or five days later. They go outside for first workouts or whatever, and uh, they decided to put Paul on the mound to turn him into a pitcher because he threw so hard. Mm-hmm. Threw his shoulder or his elbow out the first, second day. <clears throat> and <Wow>. so <laughs> they, uh, he went, Coach Goodhart went up to either assistant coach or probably one of the other catchers, the one of the guys that I was close with, and said, you know, where's Orr? He said, Spring Hill, he quit. And so it's too late at that point, you know. So uh, I hated Coach Goodhart. I'm not like, you know, he knows now that I love him to death, but I absolutely Yeah, y'all hate got him. all that straight. Oh, I mean, it was, I, I could not stand him. He was, I mean, baseball wise, he probably was one of the most, most hated guys. <laughs> I hated him more than what I hated a guy at, North, at Northeast, but because I just felt like I didn't get a chance there, yeah. you know. And, and so, I'll interject as Coach Goodhart was supposed to be here tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was going to I'd say this if he was here. Yeah, he's aware. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, me and him had, talk, had talked the other day, and I uh, told him about you being on the podcast, and he said, um, ask him about me uh, uh, cutting him at SAU. <laughs> and yeah. he said, but, um, he said, and me and him got to talking about it a little bit more um, uh, on a phone conversation, and uh he wanted to give the explanation, you know, because mm-hmm. he told me it's one of the worst coaching decisions he had ever made was cutting Jeffrey Orr, um, and he wasn't going to make that mistake again. Did he? Did didn't did it, any of your other brothers play for him? Yeah, uh, Jonathan did. Yeah, that's what I, he yeah. said. Yeah, Jonathan he, did. In there, I mean, he like said he said, wasn't going to make that mistake again well, just by not picking it. And, and, and I can tell you the a story. <laughs> what the other players told me there, you know, I mean, uh, after I came back, they invited me to play an alumni game. I don't know why. I wasn't an alumni. But uh, <laughs> it's a consolation for cutting me. And so they said that when Jonathan was there, he was a freshman. It was, I came back from my first year of Pro Bowl, and I was playing an alumni game. And they said that it didn't matter what he did. I mean, it anything. You name it, Jonathan could have done it. And he would not get cut from that ball team. <laughs> I mean, they they gave a few examples in there, but I just leave it like this: There's nothing in this world that Jonathan could have done and, and not kept an SAU jersey on. That's so, good. but you know, That's I funny. left there just just I don't know, uh, a little bitter I, I, yeah, at the I was time, but mad. I mean, sure. you know, and, and you start doubting yourself when you know because I, I felt like I could still I felt like I could play I mean I knew people that were playing at that level and I felt like I could compete with those guys uh 
but everybody was telling me no. Yeah. You know, and I didn't have that background with a big school with all this other stuff you know state championships and all this other stuff that some of the other kids had that the reputation to where you know if you didn't read spring Hill press you probably never heard my name yeah and so yeah. bottom line you know i mean we couldn't blast it on facebook we couldn't tweet about it you yeah. know and so we had to get pick up the rotary phone and call them and tell them and hope they didn't have a zero in the yeah number. exactly <laughs> exactly what so, year is this in uh early this was 90s in, yeah it's 87? Uh, 87. Yeah, 80, 86. Uh, that wasn't yeah. even born then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most folks listening probably weren't. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's 80, I graduated in 85, so it was uh, fall of 87, I think, okay. or fall fall of 86, something like that. Oh, but, wow. anyway, it's been a minute. So, yeah. I kind of just dropped off the face. I went to work in uh, Shreveport. At a, I was a... Uh, bouncer at a club over there just hung out over there and and it, that lasted about six months and i said i'm done I'm, i want to play ball i'm coming back home what can i do i didn't have any connections uh reed stewart who was a really good baseball player yeah he had all the uh offensive records at northwestern for a while and one of my best friends yeah somehow or another him and i guess Miss Carroll, Coach Carroll, remember Ophelia Carroll? Um, she was a girls' basketball coach and a volleyball coach for umpteen years here. But uh, somehow I know they got in touch with uh, Coach Preston at Monticello, and, uh, Arkansas Monticello. And one day I get a phone call there and said, hey, uh, I want you to come play baseball for me. And I said, first of all, where is Monticello? <laughs> I mean, I knew it was, I was in Arkansas. I mean, I, I mean I, I, where is Arkansas? I mean, it's in it's Arkansas, but where? And yeah. he said, uh, well, we're just, you know, a couple hours from your hometown, you know. And uh, he said, are you going to be home tomorrow? And I was like, uh, yes, sir. And he said, well, are you interested in doing this? And I said, well, yeah. And he was at my parents' house the next day by noon with a letter of intent. Wow. And I was like, this was really happening. You know, I didn't yeah. know. And so anyway, that was, I guess, in the, the summer of right after I got the thing with Coach Goodhart. And so just so happens they're in the same conference as SAU at the time. Yes, we, were, they are. We, were, we were NAI then, though, you know. Yeah. So yeah, right. same conference and everything. And, and I go to Monticello. Yeah, the bowl weevils. The fearsome bowl weevils. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered. Nothing mule more evil riders, than a damn bull weevil. Yeah. That's what it is. Bull weevils, yeah. mule riders. What else? This is the State was the, the Reddies. Yeah. Yeah. The, who, the was the, who were the Wonder Boys? Uh, Arkansas Tech. Yeah. yeah. The Wonder Boys. Yeah. Uh, That's them. We had some strange. There's some nice ones. Uh, what was our, our girls' team up there with our cotton blossoms? <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> Man, yeah. fearsome. Yeah, it was it was too easy. Very intimidating. Put your <laughs> hands together for the mighty cotton blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was That's like leaving, look you know, forgiven. I, know. What is that? What? I think he was thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was thinking of something that you could say like they're fierce, but they're so delicate and they smell great. 
Oh, yeah. I don't think we said that, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to look at it. It's not in all my uh, But, I mean, you know, it was like leaving Spring Hill going to Spring Hill almost. It was really small. <laughs> it is. It really is. It is. It's a lot bigger now, though. It has grown. It is a lot bigger. I mean, it, it got to 20,000 people opening day of deer season. Mm. And then, <laughs> I mean, honest to God, they said, look, it's going to get really busy around here, opening day of deer season. And I said, what do you mean? And I'm telling you, you couldn't get up and down the streets. It yeah. was literally the population went to 20,000 plus the opening day of deer season. And so, and it was roughly around 9,500, you know, year round. So campus had about 2,000 people on it, you know. Um, I get there and I'm like, well, okay, where's the ball field? And so... We go out to the field house right there, and it's right by the football field. Okay, well, that's the old field. The mm. team wasn't using that. I hadn't used that field in five years. They played downtown at one of the city fields. And so I'm like, well, what's wrong with this? All right, well, it was a football practice field. And it's their current mm. field they play on now. So yeah. wow. uh, he said, uh, we want to move back to the school here and play here, but we, it's going to take some work. So that I'm your guy. I just want to get out here and work on the field, you know. And so that was my work study awesome. was to work on the field and get it ready. Had I known what I knew after I started, I probably wouldn't have volunteered for it. Uh, <laughs> There's got to be a backstory there, right? Yes, just, it is. Yeah. They, they just built a new fine, <laughs> fine arts building, and all the gravel for the parking lot, they had dumped in the infield. Oh. All the pea gravel. Along with, like, three dead bodies. <laughs> yes. You probably was somebody <laughs> there. And so, I mean – there was a lot of strange stuff in Monticello. So uh, Still I is. spent every day, every day with a push broom pushing up rocks because every day rocks would come up. So we pushed up rock buckets and buckets of rocks. Yeah. And so, I mean, we got it to where it was playable that year. Right? Uh, took all fall. We had 36 guys out there with us on the, uh, on the roster and on the team. We go, Christmas break goes and everybody comes back. We have mm, eight guys left on the team. <laughs> God. 28 folks either fell off or quit with probably 80 90 of the ones just felling off God. so we had eight players for a college baseball team Can I go and play and so i'm looking here's my third year third <laughs> strike right here i mean yeah. i'm not even gonna get to play because we only mm. have enough to play at college so i i looked at transferring <clears> a couple <throat> places and you know i went to panola junior college I did not know that Panola's head coach was Coach Preston at UAM's best friend. <laughs> so oh, they play ball together. You just keep falling. I mean, you just keep I'm, falling. Just, I'm yeah. stepping on it left and right. You know? so, <laughs> anyway, I'm out there and I'm telling him, and he goes, where are you going to school? And I talked to him about telling Monticello and telling him the situation. And by the time I got back it from – It beat you back home. Yes, yes. I already had a message to call Coach Preston. Oh, no. And so I had to call him. The rotary and, dials work yeah. fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a two-and-a-half-hour drive. He beat me there. But I mean, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, no call waiting either. So, if it's busy, you just got to keep calling back. <laughs> and so. Uh, Unless you're on a party uh, line. You yeah. can tell the other person, hey, get off the phone. Yeah, I need the phone. You know this person. Mom, I'm on the phone. Uh, <laughs> but he, I called him, and he says, uh, so, uh, how was your visit? And I, because I didn't get the connection at the time, you know, and I was like. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm okay. How are you doing? He goes, No, how was your visit at Panola? And I was like, How in the hell does this man know? <laughs> I mean, how does he know this already? Yep. And uh he told me the story that they played baseball and football in college together and were best friends growing up. Yeah. And so oops. 
You know? Yeah. So he said, don't leave. He said, just hang in there. He said, we'll make it work. So we recruited players off of intramurals, off the basketball team, and two out of the band. <laughs> we had that a, trumpet player, Rob Billman, is great. Tuba. <laughs> tuba. Six, tuba player. 11 tuba player. You know what oh. you know, oh. Six you know eleven when tuba player. You know when they, they do the, the – the halftime show and he's swinging around like he can swing a tuba with yep. a bat in his hand. Right now, I gotta see it. <laughs> Here, you wouldn't miss this kid with a tuba. I mean, Put him on six first eleven. Face. I mean, six foot six eleven. Six eleven. All right, and but, he played. He sat on the bench with a basketball team, of course. But he, we said, you're coming. You're starting. Come on out. <laughs> first I, mean, I didn't care. If this person wanted him to start. No, you're six eleven. You're playing somewhere. All right, and so needless to say, he was a pitcher, and he had one pitch, and it was a fastball. And it was about roughly about ninety four miles an hour, and <laughs> but the he's throwing it from eleven well, yeah. to twelve foot. Okay, and he's, he's and five straight foot downhill, and he's, he's <laughs> releasing the ball from forty seven feet. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, yeah. it's like you got Dixie Youth mound to this guy, you know. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, he went ten and zero <clears throat> as a pitcher, all right, and never threw anything but a fastball. <laughs> ten and zero. We won eleven games. God, and that the tuba player. Mm hmm. The tuba player. No, that's yes. incredible. Yeah, I mean, he literally went ten and zero throwing one mind, pitch. Let's, and, let's find the tuba player. I, I mean, I'd like to find like, him. Yeah, no, I mean, right now. No, <laughs> just kidding. I probably could. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, he. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we just needed arms. We needed bodies. Yeah. Right? Well, just we a never, diamond <clears> in the rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, isn't that crazy? Just think, you know, he's throwing ninety three, ninety four. And just think if he had learned to change up. I mean, yeah. yeah. What but, if that guy was like, I play this, I play this tuba, but I just want to really play baseball one day. Yeah, I think he was more dreaming about playing basketball. He just couldn't get off the bench to do yeah, that. Right. So we had yeah. a chance to get out there and you know every fourth day and throw or yeah. fifth day and throw. And so or he was just sitting out there, not doing anything, never played any sport. Yeah, <laughs> but he was playing that tuba. Hey, you want to play baseball? No, that was going to with the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, you're running bases. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. We took, we, we literally got he people off. He probably stood out there singing, uh, God, I missed my tuba. <laughs> <laughs> if he went 0 and 10, he definitely would have been saying that. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, you know, we had guys off the intramurals, literally three or four guys come off the intramurals from playing uh, softball out there. And a couple of guys just walked up, said, I want to play. All right. So we put a uniform <laughs> on him. We put a uniform. We just needed, in case there was a fight, we needed somebody out there. <laughs> you know, so. You I mean, start, if you have a brawl and the other team's got 30 something players and one. you got eight, we had one. <laughs> we had one. And I, and and I, got, lost. I got pommeled. <laughs> because the 6 level guy wouldn't let anybody out of the dugout. All right. So you're putting this team Guys, together. We're going to be at UAM. Mm -hmm. uh, You put the team together at UAM and, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, the tuba player goes ten and zero. Yeah. And so what happens next? Well, we we you know I had a great year. We we you know, I think I hit like three ninety five, but I was switch hitting, mm -hmm. so I was mad. Uh, and I showed out against that. SAU was my game. That was and they should have beat us the brakes off of us every game. And and it was a one run game all year long. Every game, you know, I think we probably played them six games, and every game was one run game. I'd get two or three hits, or sometimes four hits. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even speak to Goodhart. When I, I mean, we high five. They hated me. I mean, because I, I, had my, <laughs> I was doing a lot of gun bumping. Don't really you know? blame you. Yeah, you I know? mean, I was doing. I, I felt like I 
you know, I had something to had prove. The right to yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I didn't feel like he gave him, he'd given me a right opportunity, you know. And so sure. I was going to show him what he'd missed out on. Right. Yeah. And, so, and it's, it's your time to say, hey, <laughs> you cut me, and I'm going to take myself and these tuba players. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and this soccer guy and this tuba guy, we're fixing to beat y'all. <laughs> if y'all beat us, it's only going to be. Did you ever about, beat them? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we beat them one time that year. Okay, and then, I mean, uh, Goodhart was mad. He, well, he, he was just as mad about the one lo- one run loss, you know, yeah. the one run games. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, because they literally should have beat us to death. Now, y'all held them. And so, yeah, it sounds like you guys held them pretty I mean, cool. it was – it. I don't know if they were uh, – it seemed like every time we played them, it was something highlight-worthy that happened. And, I mean, it was – I would always stare in their dugout and pop off to their bullpen and <laughs> – <laughs> And run off the field with something. Some twine, you know, I mean, it was it was it was a lot of hard feelings going on there, you know. Yeah. And so, it, the next year, I was I repeated a class. My uh, advisor told me said, "Hey, I said, hey, I want to take this class." She said, "Yeah, go ahead and take it." Uh, I repeated one, and so I didn't have enough hours to to play. Yeah, I was ineligible. Uh, they came out there a week week and a half before uh, the season and said, "Hey, you're ineligible." And so I'm like, this is y'all's job to keep up with that stuff. And you told me, I, well, needless to say, I didn't get to play that year. Yeah. And so I stayed in there, hung in there, and came back the next year. And that was that was the best thing I ever did. That probably helped me, you know. Yeah. I guess Coach good. Goodhart kind of in a way helped me get to where I went because he was – he motivated me. He was the to, driver. Yeah, he was, a, he was a lot of the driving force behind it, you know. And, and next year – uh we fin- We won. I was just telling uh, Lacey the story on the way up here. We won 17 out of our last 18 ball games to make it into the conference tournament. SAU was one. Arkansas Tech was two. Uh, Washington Baptist was three, and we were fighting for the fourth spot. And this is how many years after you helped build the baseball field? This is two years. Two, two years. years two y'all years went, later, we y'all yeah. went from oh yeah finding we, a tuba player. Yes, to, to finally getting to a being in the conference. Yeah. That so now game. we're 17 yeah. out of 18. Uh, we played. 28 out of 30 days that month. I mean, it was just like every because of rain delay, you know, in South Arkansas, it's in spring, it's going to rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had, y'all, so, had y'all picked up actual, uh, you know, yeah, we had players in. Okay. Yeah. We had built our numbers up to about 27 or 28 okay. players. Oh, okay. And, okay. and we had kids that come in and freshmen that were really helping out. You know, we had seniors that were contributing and stuff. And, and then we had a kid, Craig Jones, he's a coach over in Texarkana right now. He hit a walk-off home run. It's the only home run he's ever hit is an entire life, even as a kid growing up. Uh, but it was the only home run he ever hit that put us in the conference tournament. What a game for that guy. Oh, it was crazy. No, it was crazy. And we had the biggest field left field wise it's 361 down the left field line Man. and like 400 in the gap <laughs> i mean it's like you had to you had to hit it twice to get it out there and, and, i mean he hit it he hit it over the street for a walk off and i mean it was like this Goodness. dream come true you know and wow. so we have to come to SAU. Foul ball. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to tell him that. I mean, uh, so y'all uh, come. We, so you were about to. You were coming to SAU. SAU was a host. Uh, the, the host of the tournament. Oh, yeah. You couldn't wait, right? And, yeah, it was. It was one of those moments that you go like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't think what was going to happen was going to happen. But I came into the tournament hitting. Four like uh, four forty something or whatever for the year with eight home runs or something like this, and it was having. I mean, I was leading the league in everything uh, except like selling bases, 
Yeah. And so uh, it was my – the MVP or conference player of the year was mine to, you know, win or lose, one mm-hmm. or two right then. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like one of those weeks. I hit like seven hundred, like 770 or something for the week. I hit six home runs. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. I hit – I mean, it was so stupid. On yeah. fire. I mean, it was great. The whole team, we hit 14 home runs for the weekend, I think, and we hit uh, – Almost 600 as a team, and so I'm pretty sure that's as a team. (laughs) We had one. We had we had two pitchers throw the whole tournament. I'm pretty sure that's illegal to hit. (laughs) Today it would be. Today it would be. But we had one pitcher, a left-hander, that pitched parts of three games in one day. Wow. What? So were these the days of Larry Lundeen? Uh, he was the big old right, redhead. No, no, he that was before. That was like my first year. Okay. Okay. And this time he it was. Bring it too good. Oh yeah. I, I mean, that was my <clears> first <throat> year when I played at Monticello. That I faced them guy, those guys. But this yeah. was uh, uh, Alan Gum. Uh, uh, who's an awesome see, coach? Yeah. Now up in uh, Tommy Richardson. Uh, see who else? I don't know. I think Mike Cook was gone then at the time. But mm-hmm. they had some really, really. I mean, they had Talent. several All Americans on the team. Yeah. You know, and so. Uh, it come down to we beat we beat Washtenaw, then we beat uh, or we had to start out with SAU. We beat them at their place to open the game. Then we had to beat Arkansas Tech, and then we had to beat Washtenaw yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. And I think we beat SAU twice. I think, and it was just one of those things where nothing was going wrong. Nothing. In the zone. No, I mean, it was not even the zone. I, Jordan never felt this, I promise you. Yeah. you know I mean, this was yeah. absolutely the most insane thing because it was plays that – He just dissed you, Jordan. Not this Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we know MJ. <laughs> we knew what you were talking about. Jordan's <laughs> never been in the zone. I, I never had anything good happen in my life. Except <laughs> uh, the Moscow moose knuckle. <laughs> but anyway, All right. Oh, hey, wow. uh, have you ever seen on YouTube uh, – I watched a little your UAM game. Mine? Did you know it was on YouTube? No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. There's uh um, more to talk about. Bro. Versus Arkansas. <laughs> it's uh UAM versus Arkansas Tech, nineteen ninety. And I guess seriously your, your last year, yeah, because it you would I think you got you had gotten the base hit. There's only seventeen minutes of it. Really? But it's off VHS, but it's on YouTube. Yeah. How'd you find it on YouTube? I mean, just Google. Uh, we, we are some researching it. folks. Uh, we we research. have a research team for us yeah. that uh, they they do a lot of. I mean, that's pretty stuff. good because I mean I have no, I have looked. I mean that's <clears> really yeah. nice. Can yeah. we get that? Uh... It's uh, I tell you what, it's the channel of a guy named Joey J O E Y Vallo Vallo. Yeah, he was yeah. one of our pitchers. Yeah, V A L L O T. That's right. Oh. It's his his YouTube channel. He threw uh, about ninety five miles an hour and did not have a clue where it was going. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we had to pitch, I mean, fun. the reason we had to pitch with two pitchers that weekend is because uh, he couldn't he couldn't pitch. He uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty predictable. Okay, we're we're laughing right now, it, but the kid he we were playing him on a cell. We were playing Arkansas Tech, all right, and he threw this. I don't even know how he released it. I mean, it ran like this far, okay, and it literally was ninety three to ninety five miles an hour, and it ran like this. Yeah. Unfortunately, he started one. It's like I mean, he started one out over the plate, and it ran about that much, and it caught the hitter right here. Oh, right here. So like Jordan, it would have killed him. 
Remote. Oh, I mean, Chase, oh, it would have killed me. It would have killed me. It would have taken my nose off completely. <laughs> but that or, I mean, you might have got, got, got a base hit. I don't know. I just felt through it home. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Guess <laughs> what? We just found our monologue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says that, but I would have heard, foul ball. Foul ball. <laughs> 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 Just got a little hook in there. <laughs> Just oh, hooked man. him a little much. Uh, but anyway, he hit this kid. And <laughs> that, <laughs> that was that was one of the best I've ever heard. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, no, like, yeah, like, well, thank God somebody else is the center oh, of this stuff. So. Uh, it's it's but, all right. Uh, anyway. That's what I'm here for. I was this, like Aaron's dig. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, now, awesome. on to a serious thing here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he removed this kid's nose was gone. Uh, oh, oh, oh seriously, gone. okay, back. And so he's laying there in the he's laying there in the like on I mean in the batter's box, and there's a stream of blood this big around just flowing out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we're about half two miles from whatever the hospital there is in Monticello, yeah. and they get him there as quick as they could, and then they life aired him to Little Rock. Oh, he had. Three surgeries in three days to, I mean, literally, like, they, had to re, they had to rebuild his whole nose. I mean, it was gone. That's the dream. <laughs> Jordan could have donated. I mean, that's a I rough mean, way God, to get one. Jordan. I mean, just file something on your insurance. We'll don't that. do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little too tough. Yeah, when, I know when, Jordan I mean, still throws real hard if you want to come over. We'll do it. Uh, <laughs> seriously, Chase, when it's a birth defect, I think you can do that. <laughs> I swear it didn't start out this way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You uh-huh. could have donated part of your nose. <laughs> oh, kind of like they do kidneys. <laughs> yeah, the at the DMV, do they ask you seriously, do they ask you if you want to be an, a, <laughs> a donor? <laughs> a nose donor? Like, where it says other, whatever organ it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to put it on people. So they got 50 uh, kids in Africa that need that. Uh, <laughs> Don't nobody in Africa need that nose. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, mm, all right. Uh, we're, look, uh, okay, okay, anyway. So, so yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, this kid off. is done. I mean, you yeah. know, he's they, <laughs> pretty bet. much. And yeah. so, anyway, they... Uh, Been a better store if he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it filters Just back kidding. down to Joey over the next, uh, I guess, couple of, you know, like next month or so about how bad this kid is off, you know. So, it got in his head. Yeah. And so, the kid got uh, an issue with pain pills. And, you know, of course, all college kids at the time, we were all drinking and everything. And where Arkansas Tech is, it's, you know, there's a couple of... you. Go around a couple of mountains up there. That Russellville? Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, they were uh, enjoying themselves on some pain pills and beer and uh, took a dive off one of the cliffs. Oh, wow. And it killed him. Oh, no. Yeah. And so it got, they brought the story back to Joey that it was because he got hit in the face. Oh, no. And, you know, he said it was, he was having, they, I mean, I can't remember how they elaborate, but it all, the kid was drinking and ran off the cliff. Right. All right. And so it just messed Joey up but it, it, really, really bad. Guilt. Yeah. yeah it feel messed guilty him up about really, it. really bad. And so he mm. never pitched, he, he didn't, he didn't pitch a single game in the, uh, in the tournament. I mean, it mm. messed him up and I understand it now. At sure. the time I was pretty pissed at the dude, yeah. but I mean, our other two pitchers stepped up and, you know, Joey, Joey got us there. 
Yeah. And, and you know, the kid, he's still to this day, he's just as big-hearted as he can be, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I can understand if it had been me what, you know, how I'd have felt about it. So mm-hmm. we didn't give him a lot of grief about it, you know. Sure. Uh, we saddled the other two guys up like Seabiscuit and rode them to the finish line. So, I mean, that was about it. They, uh, I guess, <sighs> we end up winning it, beating uh, – uh, who is it? Washtaw Baptist beating them. And, uh, I mean, I don't even remember if any of the SAU players were even out there watching that day. I mean, not, not, I got good heart was because we were at his place. Screw you know? this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, they, we, a week later, we were having to go to Florida and it went from like this fairy tale to this nightmare. You know, we went out there and went 0 and 2. Yeah. And, and I was, I don't know, I guess, 13 for 15 or 14 for 16 or something like that at the conference tournament, and I was 1 for 10 at the regional deal. So, you know, it's as high and lows, how you deal with rejection and all, you know, and failure. And uh, we came back home. We were proud of ourselves. We, You know, it's the first time uh, UAM had ever won any kind of baseball championship. And so uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it was pretty exciting. So then uh, – the all-star game came around and coach Goodhart is the head coach for, uh, the South and the South, yeah, South region. And so I made the all-star team and coach Goodhart's the coach. Yeah. Granted, I'm still not a fan of this guy. <laughs> you know? and so I told, man, I told, uh, three or four, we had like three or four guys on our team, maybe five guys that made the all-star team. And I told him we were all sitting around together and I was like, he might not even play me. <laughs> you know what I mean? He really might not play me. Yeah, I turned off their own mic. Sorry. Let me mark that. <clears throat> when he was having to, right. <clears throat> right. Had to get right. him go accidentally That's undid right. did yours. That's all right. All right, let me mark that. Say that we're wrong. Like I spelled wrong, wrong. Doesn't matter. He got the point. <clears throat> okay. All right, back up. <laughs> Yeah. Right, uh, so Go, Coach Goodhart came up to me after uh, taking infield and everything, and he walked up to me and he said, uh, "He said, Jeff, I just want to apologize to you. He said that's one of the worst moves I've ever, worst decisions I've ever made as a coach. He said it's in, definitely in the top five. And so, had he been here tonight, I was going to ask him what the other four were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean that's." It, Instantly, I mean, it within seconds. But that's, that's got to be a little bit of closure. Within there. seconds of that, I, I I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, really, I, I mean, I went from just total disrespect, not having, I could care less about the guy, to the utmost respect yeah. for him. Yeah, because he, he didn't guy. have to come up to me and do that. I mean, he could have just let it kick on going. Too. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, and I and I know, uh, having talked to him and my brother and everything like that, that it 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 bothered him. Yeah, because right. I mean, it. Not saying that I'd have done what I. Had the kind of year that you know, I had playing for him that I had there, mm-hmm. uh, but he looked at the what ifs, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. and being a college coach, I mean, that's eating a lot of crow. That's tough. Yeah, for him to come for up and say that. Yeah. That. So yeah. he didn't ask that. I could have been just another guy. And he mentally, just you go. said he was one of your biggest drivers. That just that, uh, just wanting to prove to him, and mm-hmm. then you get that approval almost. Yeah. It's just got to be absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. Because, I mean, it's it, it really was because, I mean, I knew I could play there. Right. And, I, and my intentions were not to come in and try to take somebody's spot. But, hey, just let me hang around. I promise you I'll be able to play for you. And then to be just shunned, you know, without giving that opportunity. 
Uh, and then for him to come up and say all that, that was, I mean, it took a lot for him to do that. Yeah. Sure. So, but I mean, it was just like, bam, like that. It was, he was like a new, different person to me, you know, and I had a lot of respect for him. And, uh, that so, night at the all-star game, I, yeah. he, you know, it was three, and oh, this guy's throwing like 95 miles an hour. And he, uh, and I looked down at him and I'm like, you know, I'm swinging. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so he goes, he said, go ahead. You're probably going to swing anyway. And so I hit one over the. I hit one is Ray Winderfield there in Little yeah. Rock. I hit one over onto the interstate and wow. in right field. And so I come around third and I go, okay, I'm done. You can take me out now. And so <laughs> I just sat over there. And I mean, it's, I've loved the guy ever since, yeah. you know, and I don't know if he, he had anything to do with bringing me back in to play in the alumni game or not, but mm. you know, yeah. it was, you know, yeah. we'll have to, we'll have to ask him. I'll ask him. I could talk to him pretty regularly. Well, they threw at me at an alumni game. So yeah. They they yeah. tried to hit me in the head. Tried to I hit the furthest ball I ever hit in my life in an alumni game, and I pimped it really really hard. And so I stood at home plate till it landed. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know where the football field is and how the press box is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it had been six foot over, it would have hit on top of the press box. Wow. Yeah. Literally. And my brother was in the outfield, and his brother Tommy Stewart, who was an All American there too, they were playing left field, and the ball landed, and I was like. And I started running around Dude. the bases. And so I'm going around Everybody the bases. Know he, and I'm doing this out here, running around the bases. And you're doing the Draymond Green going and around the bases. And they're doing this. It took me like six okay. minutes to get around the bases. Because <laughs> <laughs> I stopped at second and I was like. <laughs> and I didn't turn around at the players, but I'd do it to my brothers. And sure. I was just messing with them. I, right. I didn't, in the back of my mind, I really didn't think it was going to hurt somebody's feelings that bad. <laughs> and so I come back around and one of the guys goes, you know, they're going to throw at you. I said, come on, this is my game. And uh, I'm like 26 years old, 25, 26 years old. I said, surely these kids don't throw at me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Mike Cook is the pitching coach over there, and he's like, you know, like this, just like then the kid goes, buzz the tower. <laughs> <laughs> he buzzed the tower. And so I looked at the catcher and I said, <laughs> I said, if he hits me in my head, I'm going to hit you with this bat, and he'll never play this spring. And like that, and he goes, he goes, or oh, he's got to hit you. He said he's gonna, you know, he's gonna have to run until tomorrow if he doesn't hit you. I said he's throwing in my head. You know, I'm, I'm up there with a, skull, a catcher's skull. I'm not even have the ear deals on, you know. And so the next one, I said, if he hits me, I'm telling you, he can hit me in the leg, he can hit me in the side, but if he hits me in my head, it's over with. And so the catcher said he's gonna throw at you. He's got to. And I said, okay, well I'm gonna throw at him. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm throwing at him. And so the next pitch buzzed me again. And when it crossed the plate, I took the bat and threw the bat. <laughs> <laughs> and the pitcher's sitting there and he's jumping over the bat like this. And this is a freshman, right? You know, yeah. and so here I go. Walking out there. Oh, well, oh here they at an alumni game. Yes, this well, is like my softball. <laughs> yeah, he threw it in my head. He threw it my, <laughs> my money maker. You know? <laughs> and so I'm walking out there. I'm not running out there after the kid. I yeah. know it's a freshman. He's being told what to do. You know. Yeah. And so uh, I mean, I'm wanting to go over and hit Mike Cook. You know, yeah. I mean, even though I love the guy, but uh, I walk out there and. <laughs> the third baseman, everybody comes walking in. The catchers, they're standing there, and I'm looking at my guys, and they're just kind of standing up there, come over to the foul line, and they they knew I was just going out there to say something. And I said, hey, look, you're a freshman, right? And he goes, yes, sir. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like, all you did. So I'm like, look, you, uh, you don't want to hit me. 
And he says, well, I got, I said, no, just run your farm road and take your, you know, take your licks, but don't hit me. Yeah. I said, I want you to play in the spring. If you hit me, you're not going to play in the spring. <laughs> I guess he took it serious. I mean, he didn't hit me. And so he, I walked and I mean, I hadn't even got the first base yet. And the co- pitching coach was out there and had him by the back oh of the shirt. Oh my gosh. He's here. He's in his tennis shoes and he's headed he's, to the farm road. Oh my. And he ran to the end of the alumni game. I mean, he ran it several times, and I don't think it's like four or five miles. It's 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 five miles or something like that, or two and a half. It's pretty lengthy, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's longer than I'd want to run. One, sure. much less all evening. If it's an alumni game. We threw it in my head. It's I don't know. I mean, no, no. no yeah. I, I, the fact that his coach wanted him yeah, to. Oh, yeah, he was, that, that's what I mean. The coach if you'd have seen so me pimp this home run, you'd have hit me, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I deserve to be hit, just not in, a, not yeah. in the head. I right, accepted yeah, the fact but, I was going to get hit. All right. Just don't throw it in my head. And then when I threw That's the bat at him, that just pretty much it was all over with. I mean, so let's so let's fast forward from uh SA for, uh, from the alumni UAM. game. Uh-huh. Um that was your last year at UAM, correct? Yeah. Well the uh, alumni game was after my first year of Pro Ball, but Oh, know, okay. Yeah. So let's so let's so we, jumped ahead a little bit. Yeah, well, no, no, a great story. <laughs> no. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we got Buzz the Tower and you gave uh, that was incredible. <laughs> I gotta start using that for phrase. <laughs> Uh, money, you don't tell Aniston to buzz the tire. Oh, yeah. 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 I just thought you were buzz buzz about uh, shaving your your back or something. Is what you're. Uh, 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 um. <laughs> I need you to buzz the tower back there. <laughs> you, you can tell Leslie that. You need to buzz the tower. You need to buzz it. Edit, edit, edit. It's getting a little curly. Oh goodness. Um, um, so. Well, <laughs> when was your last? So that, when did you play your last game at UAM? That uh, was in Florida, in Jacksonville, Florida, in the regionals uh, when we went zero and two. Good showing, but uh, we were leaving. Uh, we were on a bus, you know, fixing everybody's piling up. Well, my my mom and one of the other players, uh, his mom was there, so we were going to ride back with them. And so, no need going all the way to Monticello. We were just going to come to Spring Hill, and. Uh, Anyway, we were getting on the bus, and uh, the assistant coach, uh, who was the uh, Cotton Blossoms uh, head coach for the basketball team, he came up and he said, hey, look, before you find out this, you know, I'm, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say this, that I love, Coach Preston gave me a chance when nobody else would, all right, and he didn't have to, and he put up with a lot of, you know, us staying out late, us not going to class, us <laughs> us getting the police calling him saying, "Hey, come get these your boys out of jail," because uh, I mean nobody liked the baseball team. So, but this guy took care of us. Yeah. you know he he loved me to death, and and I'll always be I'll always be grateful to him. Uh, but I knew that year that I'd had a year that you know that it's kind of like a storybook type deal, you yeah. know. And there had been three to four scouts at every. Every ball game. Well, okay. And so I'm wondering how come these <clears throat> scouts are not, you know, there's not the internet. There's not, they can't text you and say, hey, how you mm-hmm, doing? You know, mm-hmm. what are you playing? And so they normally would just come up to you and introduce herself, you know? And so I was, I was not getting any of this, mm-hmm. but I knew they were there. I knew I was doing what I was supposed to do to be seen. All right. And, uh, I didn't know that he had gotten letters and phone calls from all, I think it was 28 teams at the time, maybe 26. Everybody had inquired about me, but because we had won, we were, you know, in the heat of the championship and it wasn't, it wasn't a selfish thing. He just 
Monticello had never won any kind of baseball championship, and we were just losing. His son was the only senior, and because I had another year of eligibility, he wanted everybody to come back. He wanted to do it again, you know. Uh, and so he's told him that I was not interested in signing; that I was going to come back and play my senior year. That's taking a little bit of liberty. That's right. You know, wow. and, oh, and that's. <clears throat> I, I was. I found out when I was getting on the bus, or getting my stuff off the bus to get to pack, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said. Uh, I'm telling you this because I think you deserve to know. He said, I think that you've had that type year that you should you should be getting that shot, all right? He mm-hmm. says, you have nothing else to prove here. And I felt the same way. Yeah. And so, anyway, let's say, again, my little mom lit that poor man up because, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's money out of my pocket. You know, that's money out right. of my pocket because when sure. they hear that, and I'm 21, 22 years old, they're not. They're not. Oh, I was twenty three years old because yeah. I didn't play college ball until I was twenty one. My my first spring of playing college ball I was twenty one years old, and so uh, I was twenty three years old. And they didn't check birth certificates and everything like that, so they just went off me being a junior. So they're assuming I'm twenty one. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, they'll go along to that to the next guy that's eighteen or nineteen or seventeen years old and take that guy versus. You know, uh, maybe this 23-year-old come play for us, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just the way it was back then. And so I just wasn't getting any any calls or anything. And so finally I got three letters in the mail, one from the Braves, one from uh, the Indians, and I think one from the Rangers, yeah. inviting me to a private camp. And so uh, I went to uh, – I wasn't going to go. And my girlfriend at the time drove in from Pine Bluff – and I hadn't done anything. I hadn't picked up a bat, ball, nothing in probably three weeks or so, you know, maybe four weeks. And she said, you're going to go. You're going one day, you're going to say, what if? Yeah. And no, so that's a good point. she drove up at five o'clock in the morning, got there about seven o'clock and said, let's go. So we went to Grambling to uh, a camp and there was 180 something kids there, you know, at this deal. Yeah. And, uh, it was a lot of people there. Uh, the scout was name was Ralph Gore. He played at Gramlin. He was one of the Braves' big scouts, and he uh, he knew me when I came up. He introduced he introduced himself, and we talked. And basically, those camps when it's that many people there, it's it's all day. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of rushed us through it, did our times, and we took infield. And because I hadn't played in about three or four weeks, I hadn't done anything about three or four weeks, I felt, like, really good, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was throwing harder than I'd thrown all year, I felt, and everything, you know. And so he came up behind me. He said, hey, hey, Or, how old are you? And uh, I said, 21. So I told <laughs> a little white lie, yeah. you know, so because I knew 23 would make probably getting just keep going. Those are red flags. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I said 21. And he said, "You going? You got any school left?" I said, "Year year left for the eligibility." So it kind of my story kind of molded together, mm-hmm. you know. He didn't know the first two years I was getting cut by everybody. So uh, anyway, he said, "All right." He said, "If you can hit," he said, uh, "I'm gonna take you to Atlanta with me." Wow. <laughs> okay, can you I tell me see. that after I go up here and hit? Don't yeah, tell me right. about it. I, I haven't picked up a bat or anything in four weeks. I haven't even looked at a baseball, and now you're telling me to do this. And so I'm thinking bat in practice, you know. I can handle this. I'll foul a couple off and get back in the groove, you know. Oh, no, they got a – the Gramlin's pitching coach is up there, and I think he's trying to try out too. 
And <laughs> I mean, he's throwing curveballs, fastballs, knuckleballs, sliders, changeups, everything you could throw. He's throwing, and so <laughs> me throws a couple of first. The first couple he throws, I the one I hit, it went from, about from me to Jeff Rowe over here. <laughs> I mean, I blazed it to right about three foot, <laughs> and I was like, it wasn't long, but it was I was straight. like, put my head down. I was like, that's not gonna get you to Atlanta, you know. And so yeah. I said, hey, dude, can you just throw a couple straight, you know, just let me get my time and you know get back in the groove. First two he threw, I hit just I hit him out. I was like, okay, I'm here. I said, all right, do what you want. Yeah. And so he starts throwing stuff, and he throws me another fastball. I hit it out. So that's three in a row. He goes, can you just hit home runs? And I said, you just throw fastballs? <laughs> and so I thought I was getting my tower buzzed again, too. But, I mean, <laughs> anyway, he threw a, a slider or curveball or something, and I buzzed it. I hit it right by his ear. And he goes, okay, so that stayed in the park. Well, he threw me another one. I hit another one. I hit eight home runs in about 12 pitches. I mean, it was just storybook day. Oh, and I just looked at, I looked at Ralph Carr. I walked over there, and I go, I mean, does that give me a ticket? And he goes, get your stuff and come back over here and talk to me. Well, let me go back. It's a crowd up here. I mean, you know, okay, I'm at Gramlin, so mm-hmm. we you have the the audience. Picture the audience, and my girlfriend is, and one parent is the only two. You could see them. Yeah, right, they right. were there. They were there. Noticeable. Yeah, and they had a concession stand up there and everything, and it was literally the crowd was. I mean, it was it was packed. There was like three, two, three hundred people in the stands. Yeah. And so I'm like, the last ball I hit, he goes, you're going to run that out? And I'd hit a home run. And I'm like, you want me to run the bases? Mm-hmm. And so I literally ran around the bases. And when I came around third, the whole crowd standing up clapping. And all these little high school Very kids cool. are over there. They're over there clapping. So I'm like, and then my, my girlfriend and that other parent, they were just sitting there. You can see them still sitting down. Because <laughs> they didn't want to you know? Yeah. And so I, I came in. He said, go get your stuff. Come back. There was three or four people tried to buy me hot dogs and hamburgers. Uh-huh. And, you know, she goes, these people are trying to buy me food. What do I do? I'm like, get me a hot dog. Give <laughs> <laughs> you know, me a hot dog and a Coke over here. Yeah. And she goes, what's going to happen next? I said, I'm going to Atlanta. Oh, and so cool. wow. I got my stuff and I walked over there. And uh, the guy, a friend of mine that I played ball with basically from and against all my life was a second baseman at uh, Northwestern. And he was playing second base at the camp that day. And he told him the same thing. And so John gets up there, and I'm I'm standing over there, and I'm talking to Ralph Carr, and John hits good, and uh, he goes, uh, "Y'all live close by each other?" And uh, I was like, "I think he lives in Shreveport, and I live in Spring Hill." He says, "So we can all meet up, you can get these contracts taken care of." And I was like, uh, maybe, "Excuse maybe. me," <laughs> and I said, uh, "Today? I mean, we can do it right now. <laughs> We're all in the same spot today, you know." And he says, "No, I'll call you this evening." He said, "Going home." I mean, it was eleven o'clock in the morning. And, I mean, I figured we'd be there till 5 or 6 in the afternoon, you know. It was 11 o'clock in the morning. He's telling me to go home. He'll call me tomorrow. Where did well, you what? even go after that? Well, that's just, yeah, what I was threw your drive up on home? the side of the interstate. Honest, <laughs> honest to God. You threw I'm up? Going, I threw up. <laughs> we pulled out of Gramlin, and we're going down I-20, headed back towards the house. And I said, pull over, pull over, pull over. And I, get, and I, I mean, I just painted the grass. Oh, my god. It was gosh. horrible. I mean, I, was, I didn't even know what to – I mean, because everything now was just hitting me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so – I mean, I sat, cut, I sat there, cut, and I mean, cut, and if, the, if the police had pulled up, they thought I was drunk as all get out because I just sat down by the tire. No, officer, I promise. I, promise. I'm, I just got drafted to the majors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, son. I just got signed. I mean, the Braves are signing me. Yeah, okay, good one. You know, and so, but I was sitting down by the interstate against the car, just these, just these sweats, you know, and I'm throwing up, and 
I get in the car and I said, let's go. I'm fine now. Drive about <coughs> five, six those miles. hot dogs after those yeah. home runs. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't even remember eating spaghetti. <laughs> That's a true story. What was that feeling? What was that feeling? I mean, what's that feeling like? It's not like three times. When it all, do you remember? The, I mean, it's I remember like, it. When you was, get overwhelmed, sometimes it. I cried half the way home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I might cry right now. Oh, I might yeah. cry right now too because it's so real. Yeah, know? it's incredible. But uh, it was fun. I mean, what was, was that scout's name? Yeah. Ralph Gar. Ralph. Yeah. So he, uh, I think he still has. He was in the national. Record books for uh, batting average for NCAA when he was playing at Grambling, he hit like 540 or something like that for the year wow. when he played at Grambling. So, so, t- so tell me about the trip to Atlanta. So, w- so what happened next? Well, uh, I go home and I try to explain to everybody what just happened, and they're like, you know, whatever, you know. And so she had to come in and explain to everybody, and uh, so they have a little party, you know. And so the next day he called or no, he says, look, if we don't. We'll just wait and see how the draft goes, you know. And he said, and I'll call you the day after the draft. So I'm not hearing any phones ringing. I mean, no, I'm, no. I'm sitting there and not going anywhere. I mean, literally, we didn't have an answer machine. There was no call waiting. There was no nothing. Somebody called, call back. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, and so yeah. I, I didn't leave the house for three days and didn't leave the phone except for to go to the bathroom, you know, and yeah. probably had somebody sitting beside it. While, you know. Yeah, sure. And yeah. so anyway uh, – I guess the next day, the next day after the draft, he calls me. And so he says, can you meet us in Shreveport? Absolutely. So me and John both met up at, uh, at uh, La Quinta in Bossier, right there by, you know, where Moffat Mazda and all that is right there, which is right across the street back in there. Uh, so we met there, signed our contracts. And, uh, I mean, I got a thousand bucks. Was happy to get it. Sure. You know, but you look back, how much... It cost me by him saying, hey, he wants to come back and play his senior year, you know. And so, anyway, he says, we're going to call you and set up your travel deals. You're going to be going to Idaho Falls, Idaho, you know, probably within – got to be there by Thursday. This was on Monday. And so I'm like – There went your $1,000. Absolutely. (laughs) And so I went straight home and went straight to the Ford place, the Branch Brothers, and brought a truck home. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm getting paid, you know, so I didn't realize it. I still gonna be just as broke, you know. So anyway, uh, that's a common misconception. Yeah, my abso- ball, isn't absolutely. It? And so, you know, my dad comes <clears> home and <throat> said, "What's this?" I said, I, "I want this truck." And so he went up there and got it. And uh, they called me and said, "Hey, you're gonna your flight leaves out at such such time." I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never. I mean, I've never fly. I never jumped from one." ledge to another much less been on a plane no. i'm not flying anywhere <laughs> i'm driving and i said just bought a truck i'm driving and uh she said well you got to be there you got to leave tonight because you got to be there it takes you 28 hours to get there by driving so he, she said you can cash your plane ticket in which was 600 and something dollars and we'll we'll reimburse you cash for that so up oh, my my signing bonus just went up you know so 600 bucks <laughs> so me and John jumped in the truck at two o'clock in the morning and drove to Idaho Falls. Got there Thursday uh, morning, about six in the morning, and it started there. So, I mean, it was, what was pretty the- surreal. I mean, it's you know, it. I, you ask me what it feels like. I, there was not. There's not. Other than my children being born, I mean, it's still a separate feeling from that because it's like you realize every dream you've ever, you know. 
Yeah. Everything you wanted is right You're there. You're playing for the greatest sport that was ever been Yeah. Created. You're getting a chance. Yeah, you're getting a, yeah, yeah, you're getting a chance. Yeah. yeah, you're getting a chance to do it, you know, and so uh, man, it was it was pretty uh, it's surreal, I'm sure. Very, very. So you uh, in Idaho Falls, and, and excuse me, I got, I've been nursing a cold all week. But anyway, it's Idaho Falls. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't make it out of Idaho yeah. Falls, correct? Yeah, I, I went there. It's a it's a short season, so it was 62 games and right. not 142 games <laughs> yeah. like the other minor league teams. But yeah. just continued on what I'd been doing in Monticello. Sure. And yeah. uh, I mean, I was hitting. I was in the top five or six in the whole uh, league there. And I guess 30 games into it, just hit a wall, got tired. Yeah. I never played. I'd never been involved in 70 or 80 or 90 ball games. Right. You know, it's, in a, in it's a, a year. different world. No, yeah, I mean, you no. see some of the. Uh, we yeah. looked at some of the stats yeah. on that. Yeah, let me. Uh, out of 62 <laughs> games. Well, in, I mean, a, it, that, the first year stat, I was hitting almost 400 until uh, that I went one for 36. Mm. I struck out yeah. ten times in a row. Really, man! I never struck out ten times in a year, and I struck out ten times in a row. Might be a slump. It, it, it's it's some, yeah, a slump. and you know, and that's not something I'd ever had to, you know. <laughs> I said, yeah, do we a, have a psychologist? A on, block on, you know, you we have a psychologist bad. on hand that we can call mm-hmm. because I really didn't. I've never dealt with not hitting a baseball and not, you know, not performing. And here I am now, thirty-five at bats, and I hadn't. Touched. I hadn't smelled a hit. What do you out of? What do you element? think it's? Uh, what do you think? You know, fatigue. Yeah, fatigue. And then after it gets to a certain point, you know, I Middle, can I can handle the, you know I can handle the striking out ten times or getting out ten times in a row because I mean you're you're supposed to get out seven out of ten times. It's just the law of average. Baseball guys aren't going to let you do no better than that. You know, I mean that's <laughs> the way it is. And so I can handle that. It was that getting to that fifteenth, sixteenth, that twentieth at bat and still haven't. Because I mean, I'm hitting almost 400. I'm in the top of the league, and I'm there. I, my shoulders are where they're at, you know. And yeah. so now I'm just letting everybody down. And then I let myself down. Yeah. I went from being a prospect to, and a guy going to winter ball to now, uh, we're just going to watch, see how the rest of the year plays out, guy. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I broke out of it on a bunt. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I laid down a bunt. I laid down a bunt, a drag bunt, beat it out. And that's how I got out of the slump. And then I, I dropped down to almost 200. And, and I mean, I went from – I dropped almost 200 points. Yeah. And so I went from that. I built it back up to right below 300. And I led the team in home runs with, like, I guess it was 12 or 14 or something like that. I don't know how many I hit. Or eight. Or, we had seven that I actually had eight that year. Yeah. Yeah. So I had eight. you've read the article, The Greatest 21 Days, I'm assuming. Yeah. You ever seen that? Because mm. it was actually just written in December the twelfth of last year. No, it, it, I um, you were written down. Uh, it, this guy wrote an article about you. Um, it's a minor league article. Really, uh, it's the minor leagues of nineteen ninety. How do I? Uh, know and it's know an where article. Stuff called, is. <laughs> well, uh, um, we spend entirely too much time on the computer. Well, uh, but uh, it, it's called the greatest twenty one days. Um, Jeff Orr home run. 3252. Anyway, it says in August 1990, in an August 1990 game against Salt Lake, that Idaho Falls went out to lose 14 to 4. Orr knocked in one of the Braves' first two two runs on a fifth inning home run. The news wrote, Orr hit a a total of seven home runs for Idaho Falls, 
he'll tell, he'll tell, well, that's what he says, in 1990, mm-hmm. and two at single A making the next year. Mm-hmm. Those round trippers ended up being um, the the extent of the home runs. Mm-hmm. I played two seasons uh, in single A. Um, and then it just goes on. You begin your career in 1990, signed mm-hmm. by the Braves um, out of Spring Hill, Louisiana, blah, blah, blah. So uh, you got in 67 games. Yeah, I think – you ended up overall at 289. Mm-hmm. I was at, I mean, literally yeah. a couple of weeks before that or three, four weeks before that, I was right at about 205. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it just, I went, I just went to where, on one of them deals where I was like, you know, 21 for 23 or something like that. And short season, you don't have that. I mean, it's easier to raise your average. Yeah. I mean, it drops quick. It takes a little bit longer to build yeah. it back up. But uh, I was proud of that year. I mean, I actually, I hit eight. They're not going to say that. But I hit eight because I hit one the last game. I got you. And so yeah. uh, <laughs> it was uh, 17 degrees in Butte, Montana. <laughs> I bet that would hurt if you hit one on the inside. Uh, mm. I was, yeah, I'd asked to not play that game. <laughs> and so we had uh, bonfires in the bullpen, both bullpens. Uh, wow. We had – it was we had to win two out of the three games that uh, series to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, we lost. We won our first game. No, we we lost the first game and then lost the second game. So we were out of the playoffs. And so uh, I mean, I felt like I was. I wanted to stay right where I was at. Didn't want to hurt anything, you know. And it's seventeen degrees. I'm not. I've never played in something that cold in my life. Yeah. And so I went to the manager and I said, Hey, can I just like sit? Because after that game, we were driving back to from Butte to Idaho Falls. I was getting in the truck, driving 28 hours back to Louisiana. Yeah. So I said, can I just like hang out, not do it, you know, just enjoy this thing? He said, well, I'm letting Matt, who was our trainer, make up the lineup. Well, Matt, the clubhouse guy, he didn't like Jeffrey. Uh-huh. And so never let off. I never, it was the first time all year I was hitting leadoff, <laughs> and I was playing third. So I looked at him, and Matt was about like this tall. And I'm like Jordan. Oh, yeah, Jordan's quite a bit oh, taller yeah. than Matt. Matt <laughs> was. I mean, Matt's hair was about that long, and so that was the biggest part of Matt. You know, and, <laughs> and if he's out there, Matt, I still hate you for that. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he literally made me lead off, and it was yeah. the most. It, I played third base with my throwing hand in my back pocket. Right. Yeah. So and if they hit it to me, I mean, they got a chance to beat it out because I got to <laughs> dig my hand out of my out back here because it's I'm it's cold. Yeah. And so I hit a home run that day, and uh, I was like four for four and hit a home run. It was one of you know. Then I I said thank you for playing me. Not really, but I mean, <laughs> it you know, average. It helped my it it got me to where I was, and so you know it was. I thought at that point, then I worked my way back up to. You know where I'd get to go to winter ball, and I was supposed to go to uh, during winter ball. Go to at Christmas, go to Australia, uh. and uh, spend two uh, a month and a half there, and, and that didn't work out. I guess that one for thirty six kind of yeah. kicked me out of there. He took a picture instead, and so you know uh, the next year I came back in, and uh, I guess it was that year I came back in, and Brian Corbell. I don't know if you remember yeah. Brian Corbell. Yeah, yeah I remember. I took him to uh, Monticello to play with me. My, he was there my last year, and I hadn't seen him since I'd signed, you know, and I came back in and and ran into him, and we were hanging out, and <clears throat> we stopped and got a drink, and I guess all night long we hung out, and, I mean, I probably drank too much, but I knew he hadn't, and I would have put my life on it, you know, and so I told, I told him, I said, look, I'm going to take you to the house. Let's go to the house. You can get your truck tomorrow, get your – your vehicle tomorrow yeah. and uh 
anyway, he lived right around the corner from us up there off Spring Branch Road. And so, anyway, I dropped him off, and we fought about the thing for 20 minutes. And I dropped him off, and I said, follow me. That's the only way you're doing this. Follow me. So he followed me. He was on seven, on 6th Street Northeast over there coming up to Machen Drive, and he just flew around me. Yeah. And ran the stop sign and disappeared around a curve. And I went up there, and then he had hit the tree from here to the road from his house. And, you know, I was one of the, he was, I was supposed to be taking care of him. And I didn't drive him into that tree, but I felt like I had something to do with it. You know, I was there with him. And I remember that night. No, it was, it was gut wrenching, you know. And so that, you know, his mom was the only one. It happened right in front of a house from, yeah, 30 it, feet. It, it, yeah, right. 30 yeah, feet from the front right door. From his driveway. And, yeah. I mean, it happened, it happened. It was about 100 feet from his house, but there was 30 feet to another house, and nobody heard it. Yeah. So his mom walks over, and I had to tell her it was Brian. And so, I mean, that was probably one of the hardest things I'd ever had to do, you know. <laughs> and I, I went into spring training that year. I didn't really care. I sat around and was out of shape and went in about 30 pounds overweight and – Ain't a whole lot you can do with thirty pounds in a month. You know, I mean, they, you can work out, but you got to go in there ready to play ball. And so, I mean, I didn't have a bad spring, but I knew, you know, I pretty much knew going in where I was going to be going anyway. And so I sat half the spring and didn't play because we had so many bonus babies that were eighteen and nineteen year old kids that had gotten sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars that had been hurt. The first two or three years they've been in the system, mm-hmm. and so they were letting them weed themselves out. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't perform during spring, then they were going to get, they were going home. Yeah, I'm saying I'm okay with that. I'll sit over here and take batting practice the whole time and and be ready to go. And uh, so basically, how it went down, I played probably 10, 12 spring games, a couple of the B games, you know. And so, I mean, some great, great story. We took a lot of batting practice with Deion Sanders, you know, prime yeah. time, and he was. The worst hitter I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I, told y'all. I know it, Jerry. That's from a previous okay, episode. Previous I mean, episode, he brought that up. I mean, he was—he turned into a—he made turned himself into a uh, to a great outfielder and a good hitter. Yeah, but he was like Wesley Snipes and Major League. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just swear on his thing. Yeah, I mean, when he hit the ball, it went straight up. <laughs> Foul ball. I mean, it was straight up. And I mean, I, one story we were taking batting practice in uh, the cages one day. And he was right beside me, all mm-hmm. right? And I wasn't playing today, so I'm in there hitting. And he is literally hitting balls to the top of the cage. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. And I'm, like, hitting balls. And I'm, I'm hitting a machine. It was in a pitching machine. I'm, like, doing my job, you know? And yeah. he's going. <laughs> and, I mean, he's got 17, 18 pounds of gold on. You know, he's got this, <laughs> oh my this one cross. You know, this is when he was prime time. Yeah. And he yeah, just yeah, left yeah. Florida State, you know? Yeah. And he had a cross that was literally this long, about that wide, and it was about that thick. Yeah, well, and that, for I those mean, of you who obviously can't see that, it's about the size of an acorn squash. Mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cantaloupe. Call back. I mean, was, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was it was a big cross. So anyway, I look up. And here comes Ted Turner, Bobby Cox, and Jane Fonda, and so they walking down, and I'm in the cage where they're going to walk up by, you know, and so. Dion's in there, and they're sitting there to walk up, and it's like they trying to snuck up on him. You know, I yeah. saw him coming, so he didn't really care. I mean, he's got all this money. You know, they gave him all this money just to hit the top of the cage and <laughs> run after a fly ball. That's all they wanted him to do is hit it on the ground and hopefully catch a fly ball. Yeah. And so, anyway, Bobby Cox is standing there, and I to this day I don't I don't know how Bobby Cox ever knew who I was. 
I mean, this was the big league guy. I don't know how. I mean, I wasn't playing for him. I was in, you know, I was in their system. Right. But he came up and he goes, he goes, uh, Ted, this is the guy I was telling you about. And I was like, I mean, everybody knows about Dion. And he called me over and introduced me to Ted Turner and Jane Fonda. And wow. I was like, you know, I mean, I, yeah, sure. I'm still to this Were day. You just have, staring at uh, his yeah, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I think I'm staring at her. That is a pencil thin mustache. Yeah, I thought she was going to be a lot prettier at that point. <laughs> 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 like, She's well, way past her GI yeah, Jane. She, yeah. 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 It was way past that, you yeah. know. So, now, but Ted I mean, Turner did he own the Braves? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, with and everything was, else in Atlanta and Turner Broadcast. You know, this was the beginning of their run in '90 '91. When they started winning every year, you know, that's their 10, 11, 12 year run or whatever it was. So, I mean, this guy, I didn't, I have a clue still how he knew who I was, but I mean, it's, he ended up, you know, so me and Dion are in there hitting. And so I just kind of followed Dion around. We go in the, had a weight room. It was about probably about twice the size of this room. Okay. And it was just knowledge equipment. We're in there lifting and we shared a um, spring training facility in West Palm with the Expos. All right, so it's Braves and the Expos there, and so we happened to be playing the Expos that day. Their their teams their, uh, during spring training. And this guy comes walking in the in the weight room, and he goes, uh, he goes, he's ready for you, like that. I mean, I know he's not talking to me, you know. And Dion looks up, and he goes, you want to see something funny? And I went, yeah, I ain't got nothing else to do, you know. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, come on. He said this kid thinks he can outrun me, and so I'm like. I'm definitely coming. <laughs> and so, I mean, Dion could, I mean, he didn't yeah, even touch fast. the grass, you know I mean, when he ran, you know. So he ran like a 6'1, I mean, 6'1, 6'3, 60. Yeah. Probably faster than that. Probably at least a 6'1. That's just flying. Yeah. I mean, best I ever run was a 6'5, and I didn't feel like I was touching the ground. And I mean, that's like from, <laughs> that's 20 yeah. foot to beat me in a race, you know. Yeah. So I walk out there, we go in the outfield, and this 21-year-old kid from Dominican comes walking across, and, you know, Deion's got the jerry curls about that long, you know, and so, I mean, it's that in chains. That's it. <laughs> still you know, wearing the chains. Still got the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're not coming off. <laughs> so, anyway, they get out there, and it's a 60-yard race. Uh, it was really a 10-yard race because it was pretty much over with within 10, 12 yards. I mean, Deion's at full speed at about five yards, and this kid stops about 15 yards. And that cross that's so big and thick is flying back here behind him. Yeah. And it didn't even like Dion was touching the ground. And Dion just kept running the 60, and that kid just kind of shut it down about 20 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was the most insane thing. I was like, okay, he is fast. Because <laughs> you know I mean? I mean, this kid obviously thought he was pretty quick or was pretty quick to call Dion out. Yeah, you know? no doubt. And called him out in front of everybody. I've never seen so many grown men rolling on the ground laughing. Hundred dollar bills getting traded here and there for betting on it, you know. And so, but I mean, it was. This gives another reason why he was there popping up the ball. I mean, he he was there there to put the ball on the ground and run. Run. Yeah, because I mean, when you're that fast, that's what it's for. And so, uh, well, where did Chipper Jones come in? I know that right then. Is that right? Is this this the time? That's when I I knew he was. We were going to be on the same team, you know. And so we were roommates at spring training and so you know they come and get knock on your door at six o'clock in the morning if they're gonna cut you okay and then you go see the general manager well somebody had had come and knock on my door at six o'clock in the morning i didn't have a roommate and just so happens the guy that was supposed to be in there wasn't in there uh, so i laid there and looked at the guy knocking on the window 
I could see him. He could see me, but I wasn't going to the door because I wasn't getting cut at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and so I just laid there, and finally he goes. I walked over, and I said, he said, where's Stu at? And I was like, what? I said, I'm on way in here. He said, you thought you was getting cut? He said, that's funny. He said, that's real. Because I laid there for 10 minutes just staring at the window looking at him. I, <laughs> I mean, he was going to I know get this it. dude sees me right now knocking yeah. on his window. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he knows I did. I mean, I said, get a key. You want to come in and talk to me? Get a key. <laughs> and so, anyway, they moved me in with Chipper then. And so I knew the next knock on the door, it would be Jeffrey going home, not that kid. You know, uh, and so, but he was probably still to this day the most. Um, I mean, just just look at the kid. He was six three, one ninety five. Uh, switch hit left and right. Threw about ninety five or better across the infield. You know, when he threw it, the ball did this. Wow. And so, I mean, it just I could tell why he was a first round pick. You know, I saw all these kids out there that were third and fifth <clears throat> and twelfth round picks. And you're going, who did they know? Yeah. You know, who'd they know? How'd they get a hundred grand? You know, but you look at this kid and you know he was the, re- the real, real deal. The real deal. Now I'm looking at a copy of the book, mm-hmm. Chipper Jones Ball Player, mm-hmm. and on page eighty one. Eighty one, that's it. <laughs> you're uh you're mentioned pretty heavily in this. Read, read a little bit of that. Well, I I don't know how to read. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Well, Pass you went to, to Jeff. Emerson. Well, Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, uh, our third baseman, Jeff Orr, came up to me one day and said, I've got a girl for you to meet. And uh, she said something about you the other night when we were all hanging out. I knew exactly who he was talking about, the blonde from the pool hall. So I think you... Uh, yeah, I mean that's them? sort of accurate. I, I'm gonna let him tell it however he wants to. It's his book. <laughs> What's the real story? Uh, <laughs> the real story is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing to get you in trouble. But no, it, I mean it, it, it was, uh, she was she was barely born then, so I mean she really can't be mad at this. So. <laughs> uh, she was six years old when this took place. So uh, I I met her at uh, in one of the local establishments. I mean. They everybody catered to us, and when they found out we were coming, I mean, we we ate for free. All the appetizers we drank, our bar tabs, everything was mm-hmm. free. We got in for free because we brought basically the way they looked at it. We were bringing people into the bar because people came in there because the Braves were in there. They thought we were going to be the next big thing. Okay, you know, and we let them think that. <laughs> you know, so uh, we knew Chipper was, uh, but we let them think we were because I mean it didn't really matter because we didn't make enough money to pay for all the stuff we were consuming so anyway i met her and uh basically uh her name was karn karn fullford yeah fullford yeah fullford? she was my, I, I was 24 or 25 at the time and she was my age chipper was 20 hmm. i think 20 and so she had already graduated from college so i mean me and her basically had more in common than what he did you know and she we just I had a girlfriend back in in Austin that was we were on the outs and stuff, and so it was just one of it wasn't good timing, you know. And so uh, we went separate ways, and and then uh, we were sitting around going to go to this local sports bar down the road, and he goes, uh, <coughs> he said, "What about the blonde?" And I said, "Karen." I said, "She don't want to meet a baseball player." And I said, "I just know that." And he said, "Call her anyway." So his version and my version, you see, they kind of different. Well, he says. But, uh, I'd been out with a couple of guys and caught her looking at me. Oh, I was looking back, but I didn't act. <laughs> I didn't act on it. 
Uh, I didn't know if she was with Jeff, and I wasn't going to step on anybody's toes. But after Jeff gave me the green light, I was psyched mm-hmm. up to meet her. I saw her again a couple of nights later in the, um, at one of the guys' apartments after the game. Her name was Karen uh, or Karn. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some truth I'm gonna, to that. I'm going to go ahead and give you just credit with. Yeah, with I mean, me. I, 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 that's what I said. I, so that, was that his wife? Is that his wife? That's his. Ex wife, right. first ex wife. That's it's his first ex. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> he uh, you know all about that, don't you? You, you have one of those. <laughs> had, uh, you have one of those. Yeah, and it's the same. It's the same one. It's the same, same one. <laughs> he had a child only in out. Arkansas. <laughs> that, that's yeah. he had a child that's out. That's our Springer episode. I think is how it went. I'm not sure. I don't want to call my boy out, but I mean, he yeah. had to go on to ESPN and apologize to everybody. So yeah. uh, oh, he yeah. had a, an affair, I think, and had a love child. Yeah, and so with well, a Hooters girl. Well, happens to the best of us for yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some people happen but twice too. Uh, it went with a Hooters not two girl. Weeks after, <laughs> not two I mean, it was like a, a pure son- it was a Sonic car hop. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic. <laughs> Sonic car hop and Hooters girl, two separate things. Uh, George, better dressed. Uh, better dressed. Amy uh, worked at Andy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yogurt, though. I want to I know this story. No. <laughs> what? Uh, half of it's not true. Yeah. Half of it is sadly true. <laughs> what, uh, what's your favorite memory from uh, playing pro ball? Just playing. Being out there every day. Having the opportunity. Living I mean, the dream. Yeah, That's I mean, what... you know, it's when you get there, the harsh reality is you don't make any money. Mm-hmm. You know, but, I mean, there's that opportunity. There's that chance. That you didn't have, you know, and then a lot of a lot of people, everybody. I, I mean, trying to think who that I played ball with growing up that actually got that chance, and I can't, you know. Yeah. So I mean, well, think about how many like, people don't get that opportunity, and right? So, and it seems like you know the goal you had set, the people that were driving you, you'd already gotten assurance and their approval, and proved them wrong early mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in college, and then after being cut. One, not once, twice, almost didn't play yeah. uh, UAM for a little while, yeah. and now you're playing pro ball. Yeah, I mean, you right now you're just riding on cloud nine the entire way. You may be. That's I true. Mean, that's true. I mean, so, it, so I, I guess you're at a, you're at a, a level where you're you're content and happy with. I I probably shouldn't have been. I probably should have. Found something right. else to push me, and because I had so much success. But you're I a first, good old Southern boy, and you're like, I'm just glad to be here. Oh, I was glad to get out. I mean, I was what five thousand people. Yeah, I, I, mean, right. I was glad to get out of town, yeah, you know. A, and so, I mean, it's it was. I don't know. I needed to find something else to drive me. You know, I had the, I had the being cut by a couple of schools, Coach mm-hmm. Goodhart, and then having to prove myself, you know, over and over again. And then now here I am. I go right into pro ball and having the same success. That I was right. having, I uh, had in college. So, I mean, what's, I guess when I hit that, <laughs> hit that slump, you know, I, mean, I didn't know how to handle it. Right. And so, and it's, and it seems like it's always been a, a mental, mental blocks or mental, it is. you know, with either tragedy that had happened to somebody that you knew mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, you just, Having trouble swimming. I mean, it's at that hard point. to handle. It's hard to handle those a lot mental of things. things. Yeah. The, the mental blocks. That's what got, are, are there. Mm-hmm. You know, all the way from high school, all mm-hmm. the way up into pro ball. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you have any uh, major league baseball player that was your favorite that helped you? Like, I want to be like Kim. <coughs> uh, let's growing see. up. And yeah. Uh, all right. I grew up watching the Braves. Okay. I mean, I was a Braves fan, hmm. and uh, 
you know, the Dale Murphys, the Bruce Benedicts, you know, these guys weren't uh, Bob, they, Horner. Bob Horners and uh, the um, uh, who John else was there? Smokes. John well, Smoltz was there with you know when I was uh, Glenn Hubbard, Gladden okay, and all that. Hey, they were there. My, that was that little five, the Fab Five was there my first year. You know okay. when I was there, oh, that's my right. first year, they Chipper were there. Talked about that. Yeah, that he kind so of, yeah. I mean, having drinks with Ben. I remember him. I guess a uh, at spring training at uh, St. Patrick's Day. Having going out with those guys, that's pretty. Sitting there at the table with all five of those guys, it's pretty. Oh man! Oh, I'm just like I don't even say nothing. Other, <laughs> I'll take another one. Y'all are buying, by the way. So I mean, you know, but I mean, it's pretty humbling to be around those guys. But those three guys, uh, you know, Bruce Benedict, uh, Del Murphy, uh, Glenn Hubbard. Glenn Hubbard were, uh, and Del Murphy, I mean, Bruce Benedict, were roving instructors with the Braves. And so I grew up watching those guys play, you know, being on some of the worst teams the Braves could throw on yeah. the field. Oh, yeah. Okay, and still being there and now being a part of some of the best in the world. And they were my coaches, and I really I respected everything. And, I, I mean, they both loved me to death. And mm-hmm. uh, Chris Sabo, I don't know if y'all remember Chris yes, Sabo. Yep. Yeah. They called him Spuds, and yeah. he yep. had the uh, goggles and everything mm-hmm. like that. you know. And so I had the same goggles. I played in the same rec specs. And so <laughs> they called me Spuds and yeah. so because they moved me over to third because, of course, Chipper was our shortstop. Yeah. And so they called me Spuds. And, I mean, it was – I, I, you know, having those guys be their go-to guy, you know, when something's on the line, they want them. And those the guys that've been there and done it, that's probably some of the the coolest stuff. You know, uh, Hank Aaron was out there. You know, oh, wow. uh, he did. If, unless you had BB in front of your initials, which was Bonus Baby, you didn't really get. I mean, he didn't. I made him talk to me one day. Yeah. You know, he was standing around talking with Chipper and Javier Lopez and. And some of the guys in uh, Tyler Houston, who was another first-round pick, and I just walked up in the middle of the deal. (laughs) I just stood there. It's like all of us standing here, and they're all talking to him, and I'm just like – you know, Jeffrey Orr. What's your favorite color? Yeah, Willie Stargell. Who played with the Pirates, you know, oh, back yeah. in the uh, We Are the Family. When, when they had the big, uh, the, almost like a stovetop hat when they had those. Huge individual, <laughs> you know, yeah. six, four, five, you know, he was about 285. Freaking awesome. His hands were about, literally were about this big. Yep. I mean, he had a World Series ring on every finger. Oh, five uh, baseballs. Gosh. Five or six baseballs. Never in my life seen hands. And mm-hmm. rings were this big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, each mm-hmm. ring was probably worth a quarter million dollars. I mean, just you know, and so he's got them lined up on his hand. He was our roving hitting instructor for the Braves, and so I mean, I was I was in the presence of some pretty strong. Well, did the Braves really hate the Astros that much? Because I'm I'm an Astro fan, been there all my life. I'm a Nolan Ryan fan. I'm a huge Nolan Ryan fan. That's my I favorite mean, that's, player of all time. You know, uh, I we used to go to Astros games. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't, I mean, I don't see the dislike. I mean, it's I just didn't a see rival. it. It's just a big time rival yeah. time, you know, so I didn't see it. I, you know, <sighs> we had so many people that didn't like us in the minor leagues. I couldn't tell you what, you know, if it was, <laughs> I mean, they, cause we were pretty good, but yeah. I mean, we just, you know, you got the Chipper Joneses and Tyler Houston's and then you got uh, Pete Smith who pitched in the big leagues with the Braves. He was on rehab assignment with us and Dave Justice came down and played with us and, I mean, that that guy. That's when he was married to Halle Berry, and you know, and they they were just 
the ultimate couple at the time, yeah. you know, and and I never played more in front of more than say seven or eight thousand eight thousand fans. That yeah. was in matter of fact, uh, was it uh, Salt Lake City? And so, but he came in and there was eleven, no, ten or eleven thousand fans in a four thousand seat capacity oh, stadium. Wow. Man. And so, I mean, you're talking about the stands. The stands are packed, and then there's like eight to ten deep all the way down the lines yeah. and everywhere. And so, just because up, of him, just because Dave Justice is yep. there. Yeah. And so, did you, get to, meet, did you get to meet Halley? That's what's really important. I saw it spring training, and yeah. that's all I needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I mean, I'm assuming that her she's and Jane in Honda was a different. The, yeah, she yeah. met the expectation. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> at seven o'clock in the morning, dropping him off at spring training, and in her 500 SEL convertible, or whatever it is, yeah. you know, mm. dropping him off, and you know, she, you sure it doing, wasn't a Ford Festiva. It, well, I mean, they are similar. <laughs> hey, hey she just plugged that Mercedes deal on the run of it. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you know, she had she no makeup on, gets out. Dave walk, gets out, and I walk beside him, and I'm like. That's Halle Berry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, that's Halle Berry. Still love you, Halle. You're still hot. <laughs> oh, you ain't kidding. She is. Oh, I'll take her, her, her home to mama. Oh, Your mama hey. wouldn't like her. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Um, what? Somebody passed a note on the door. Come listen. in. What? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, did it pass a note? Would you give me something to drink? Because Lexi totally forgot me I think about an hour you? ago. Uh, tell her to That's tell Lexi to bring me a water. Daddy. That's sweet. <laughs> and that sweet. I like that. That's oh, I love you too, baby. Thank you. What, baby? I didn't know there was any waters in the pantry. Um, I, I see that. I, is there anything that to drink in that little cooler? Uh, see what it said. Will you bring me a Powerade, please? That's my girl. Oh, me too. Hey, yeah. Well, just bring a couple Powerades up here, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. <clears throat> um, well, I just want to ask. So. Um, what? No, no, just get, uh, you know, it, we're getting late in, into your uh, professional career mm -hmm. now, and uh, uh kind of, if you would touch on the day and, or you know the the kind of the era that you uh, saw, uh, kind of the 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 end of the the end of the era coming along, and and mm -hmm. uh, your ultimate uh, uh, oh, departure from the league. I, you know, really, I didn't. See, I was blindsided by it. No, I, I my second year, uh, I had no clue it was going to be my last. Uh, we, uh, what happened was they dropped a minor league team before spring training ended. They dropped a minor league team after spring training ended. So we ended up with everybody in making. We had thirty nine players on our roster, and so we had four third basemen, one shortstop, four second basemen, and four first basemen, four catchers. Not much room for error. Mm, I mean, not you, much room. I mean, you can't go. You can't sit out there and go hitless for a game because there's somebody right there behind you. Wait, who was and the only so, shortstop? I believe it was Chipper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so yeah, he was. <laughs> which he, I mean, he later. I was guessing that. Yeah, that, that was him. So, uh, which we were all the third basemen were shortstops too, but we were. Yeah. Classified yeah, I was say, as third let's baseman. just move over here. Yep. And so well, they moved us. They didn't really give us an option. You know, I played short one game that year, and they kind of gave him a break. So, uh, you know, it was just – it wasn't even – I didn't see the writing on the wall then even, you know. So even though it was a a really down year compared to how my baseball and my experience or career had been up to that point, uh, it was – I literally had never sat and not played. 
you know, I mean, during that slump, my first year, I'd beg to sit. You know, I want to sit because I felt like I was just, you know, I can't take it no more. Mm-hmm. But when I was in great shape, feeling good, and I was happy, and I didn't have a choice, that was that's something I never dealt with either. So you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, I guess you're dealing with a lot of failure. There's a, the mental side of the game is twice as hard as the physical side, and so if you can, you got to deal with those type of ups and downs. You know, I, I wasn't expecting to have any more than you know, tops 21 or 22 people, you know, 23 or 24 people there and, you know, maybe one other person in front of me or with me, you know. So I'm battling basically the second baseman, the third baseman, and the first baseman for a spot in the lineup. Mm. And there's 12 of us for three spots. Mm. So Mm. it makes it kind of tough, you know. And and I'm one of the old guys. Uh, There was three. What what age are you at right now uh, in this story? 25. So you're 24, an old, 24 you're an old yeah, 24. Okay. Yeah. And you're con- they that, thought I was 22. The clock's ticking at that point. Yeah, they thought I was 22. So I mean, that's like, I, like I said, they never checked birth certificates or anything at the time. And I mean, it might sound wrong, but I was doing what I had to do to go play. You yeah. Know? I mean, so yeah. anyway, uh, I think I was 24, and I mean, the season ended, and it came back to Spring Hill, and I was probably in better shape than I've ever been. This is fascinating. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, I'm very I'm, into this not right very now. many people get the back uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> well, well here, here's the backstory. <laughs> back back well, here's uh, my thoughts. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a huge baseball person. I've well, never really suck. followed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this story, yeah, awesome. It, it, it's a great story. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mentioned Jordan the hates person. all sports, and it's right. Yeah, fascinating. Well, he yeah. hates his life too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, a, um, it's a. It's, I don't hate. Uh, I. That's not it. shooting. I, I can. That's a sport. We'll say it's a sport. We're yeah. not like cheerleading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my daughter does. It's fine. <laughs> Professional clogging. That's <laughs> uh, river dancing. Uh, river which, dancing. Uh, this man over here, his wife won the. It's like the world championship. She was in. In what? Clogging. <laughs> you didn't know your wife I know won she a clogged. national. She ain't never won no national, a national championship in clogging. <laughs> she ain't won no clogging in it. Maybe in Branson, Missouri. She, Lacey, you, you sure you want to sit in here for the rest of this? <laughs> no, seriously, uh, yes. Yeah, in Branson, Missouri, they won a national championship. Okay. You can talk to her about that when you get home. Boat scooting. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me, uh, tell us uh, uh, the the day that you got the news. How did that? Uh, was it just uh, you woke up that morning? No, you, I, you, I mean, you remember the day? I remember. Oh yeah, I remember the whole the two days basically. I, uh, I get, it was February. You have to be in spring training in in March, and so it was the first of February. So in about three weeks, I had to report. Literally the best shape I've ever been in in my life, you know, because I wasn't gonna have. I wasn't gonna go into spring training like, you know, like I was thirty pounds overweight and everything like that, and then and not be able to perform you know i was trying to play catch up when the season started instead of being ready mm-hmm. and so i was ready and then uh, the head guy Derek ladner was his name he was the head roving instructor and everything the cross checker he calls me on the phone of course on the rotary deal still I you know you. we haven't moved up and uh so he uh he says he's asking me questions about you know what was what i've been doing am i ready yada yada, yada. and all these questions are leading me to believe I'm going back, all right? And I said, so 
at the end of the conversation, I said, so you're telling me, you're asking me all this because I'm coming back, I'm going to spring training? He said, yeah, I wouldn't be calling if you weren't. He said, I, yesterday I called home office, I got the names of everybody, I'm checking on everybody, make sure everybody's ready for spring training, so that's why I'm calling you. So it's big weight off my shoulders. I'm like, good, I get to go try to prove myself again, you know? And I guess that motivation that I was lacking was back, you know? And so uh, the next day... He said, my contract would be coming in the mail. Well, I mean, the contracts are like this, you know, thick. Yeah. And folks want to come in the envelope or whatever. They're coming in the mail, sign it, send it back, whatever. The next day, I get an envelope from the home office, Atlanta Braves, whatever. But it was like that piece of paper right there. It's just so thin. It was just the envelope. It felt like just the envelope. And so I knew it wasn't my contract. You knew it was a letter. I knew it. But – it was there was so much going on in my head. Why am I getting this? Because he just called me yesterday and said, "You're going back," you know. Mm-hmm. And so I got the got it out of the mailbox and walked in the house and you know my, I was at my parents' house and she's like, "What'd you get?" And I didn't say a word. Just walked straight to the bathroom and locked the door, sit, lid down on the toilet, sat on the toilet, put it down in front of me. And I think probably an hour and a half later, they picked the lock and came in. And said, you know, I was sitting there crying. Hadn't even opened it. And so they were like, what was wrong? And I said, and so they took it and they opened it. And, of course, they started crying. And so, I, you know, it was, and I knew what it was. But it was just a little thin letter saying, thanking me for my services. Mm. And they're no longer required. Wow. And so, I mean, it was, wow. that was yeah, it was, it, I didn't see that coming. I was blindsided. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I you know. A lot of times when you're 24, 25 and you're an A-ball, sometimes you can see the writing on the wall. But I felt like this when I got that phone call, it was my chance to go and maybe mm-hmm. bump myself on up the ladder because uh, they had gotten rid of a lot of those that 39 to 40 guys on the roster that a lot of those guys had gotten released. And so I felt like it was my opportunity to, to move on up, you know. However late it might be, I, didn't, I thought I had a shot. Right. And so getting blindsided like that was pretty, you know – Another mental, <laughs> yeah. psychological, just <laughs> thing you got to deal with. I'm not built for that. You know, I right. to, by yeah. now, but, well, you know, most, most you, players come along and they have like a, an injury that they have to overcome and everything. Mm-hmm. But people tend to get lost mm-hmm. and, and not think about a lot of the mental roadblocks you got to get mm-hmm. over: hitting slumps, personal life issues, mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah. Go uh, mm-hmm. dies or or something yeah. like that or or illnesses. Uh, I mean, any, everything, anything, yeah, everything. <clears throat> and I bet you want to beat the crap out of that guy that called you. You know, I, before, I, huh? I called him. Man, he goes, I had no. He really didn't. Oh, and this guy, this, well. yeah, he didn't have a clue. And I honest, honest to God, believed him. The cross, uh, yeah, the, the cross crossed in the mail. Yeah, basically, he, he yeah. said, I he said I really did not. He said your name was given to me to call and check up on. Oh my God! And so. I'm like, you know, today would not be a good day to call. You, well, know what I mean? you, you could have so, just said, I never got that letter. Yeah. Hopped on that plane well, with the spring training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would have been a bust. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he double checked. And yeah, I said, was... oh, you know, can you make sure? And he, yeah. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. And so, oh. you know, yeah. uh, it's one of those things that uh, now, it, am I going to let it kick me in the butt? Or, you know, what am I going to do about it? And so. Yeah. Really, I wanted to just keep playing ball. Yeah, you know. So I knew I had. Now I'd proven to myself that I could do it. You know, and I, I realized the Braves weren't the organization to do it with because there was so much young talent and so. This was the years that they started their 
their dynasty. And yeah. I mean, everybody was 19, 20, 21 years old, yeah. you know, and here I am. I'm basically five years older than every one of them and playing a ball. And these guys are in the big leagues, yeah. you know? And so, you know, I looked for other organizations. I looked for, you know, I went the Indians, the, uh, let's see, the, the Cardinals, the Rangers. I call, I mean, I've tried out for all these people. Yeah, but that two five in front of my name, that mm-hmm. rage was, you know, was if I'd have been in triple A or double A, right, and spent yeah. two years there, yeah. and been twenty five, you were I, being developed. I, I would have been, all that, I, yeah. yeah, I was, I could have been that guy. Yeah. But instead, yeah. I was that A ball player that played started playing when he was twenty three, yeah. you know, and uh, was still an A ball, you know, and just wasn't room in the end. Yeah. And so, I mean, I. That was it. I mean, I was done. I, I I went back to school to run from reality, you know, borrowed a bunch of money for student loans and just hung out. Yeah. I'm trying to find another place to play ball. And so left my, I left school uh, and 30 hours short of my degree. Yeah. So. Now, what developed after that? I mean, you, you, when baseball was, was a, a, a fading light and you're thinking, well, I, what was I mean, the next passion that I didn't built know. up, or, I mean, or, or was softball. there anything? Softball. I remember watching you playing softball in Spring Hill, oh, and in the league up there. Yeah, in the league. Yeah. yeah, you could hit it anywhere you wanted to. It was a lot of fun. You could hit a home run when you wanted to. You could hit it in the gap where you wanted to. I remember watching. They played with Tom. Was it Jeter? No, Tom, he played with Jeter. a guy named Tank. It was co-ed ball at one time when you played. Oh, you talking about uh, uh, Jason Weiss and That's Jason Weiss? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, y'all played co-ed ball. Yeah, we had. We had a. An awesome team. We had a men's team. We won the men's deal and won the co-ed. Montunis yeah. was our sponsor. Yep. It was basically half, three, uh, 75% of it was my family. My brothers, mm-hmm. my two brothers, two of my cousins, my brother's girlfriend, and uh, I mean, I forget. It was all basically all but three of them were cousins yeah. and brothers and sisters. And so we won uh, We won both leagues. And so it really got me started. And, it, you know, I, I wasn't interested in playing men's because everybody wanted to fight me. Because, I mean, it was if it wasn't my mouth, it was because I'd played pro ball. You know, they'd yeah. take that guy right, down. Everybody's so, got a little grudge. Yeah, I mean, it was – I didn't want to play it. didn't want to have nothing to do with it. And so – I uh, do have uh, just a few questions I, I, I'm kind of interested in. You kind of alluded to it earlier about uh, JUCOs on every corner or uh, mm-hmm. the internet and being able to promote yourself almost. Mm-hmm. How, how different is baseball today compared to back in the early 90s when you were coming up? I mean, just oh. off, things that you see. Uh, well, you know, I do I do baseball and softball instruction, hitting and field instruction. And, I mean, you can get in touch with me just like touching a button, get in touch with me. You know, we never even dreamed of having a baseball uh, hitting instructor or any way to get in touch with one, much less to pull up one in a couple seconds on the Internet and find them. I mean, that aspect of, of – the uh, what's available to each kid, you know, and everybody, girl or boy out there, what, what, you know, the amount of information, you know, we had to, we learned it playing wiffle ball in the yard. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. oh, we did. I mean, mm-hmm. we, it was trial and error playing wiffle ball in the, in the yard. Throwing your curveball. Yeah. With a wiffle ball, you know what I mean? It's, if we hit your, if you hit your little brother, you just hit him. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it was. But now, I mean, they have so much information available. They have so much, you know, technology that you can basically stop the swing, the the pitch, throw everything yeah. like this. And you, I mean, it's you can break down every, every aspect of it. Everything. Now, do from, you do that for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just so jumping ahead to 
where you are today. When did you start your business? Uh, 2013. So tell uh, us a little bit about that. I was in the car business for 13 years, and I was living in Gulf Shores at the time. And uh, just, I guess I'd, I'd been in it for 13 years, and I, I was, I don't know, we worked 70, 80 hours a week, you know, and I didn't. I didn't ever like split car deals. So I never wanted to take time off, you know? And so it was, I lived at the beach and, you know, uh, it was a lot of fun, but one day a, uh, showcase company called me and said, Hey, we want you to do a showcase here. You know, uh, it's basically a camp a clinic for, uh, kids interested in moving on to the next level from eighth grader or seventh graders up to the seniors. So they put me up at a condo down on the beach. And even though I live there already, and said, uh, here, you know, full week of it. So that week kind of got the juices. I hadn't been around ball in so long, you know. I mean, I played some softball, but I hadn't been around the, the instructing end of it. Or, you know, I didn't know I'd like that part, you know. Hmm. And But it was, I guess, I saw it as a way of kind of giving back to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I just couldn't – I couldn't get enough of it at that point, you know. I, I, I guess two weeks later, I did a – Facebook poll, you know, as to should I come back to Louisiana or should I stay in Alabama and, you know, do this. If I wanted to do baseball, softball instruction, where should I do it? I didn't know anybody in Gulf Shores, which if I'd stayed down there, I'd have made a killing. But, I mean, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know anybody down there. To get Everybody was in the car business. And yeah. so everybody I knew was up here when it had something to do with ball. Yeah. And so I, I decided I'd head home. You know, yeah. I walked in the dealership one day and I said – um, where's that paper I signed? And they were like, "What?" And they said, "When you, fi- you know, when you fire somebody, they quit." They said, "Well, you, who's getting fired?" I said, "No, nah, I'm quitting." Yeah. And I signed it, walked out, and just thought I was gonna throw up all the way to my apartment to clean it up because I didn't not have a check coming. You throw up a lot. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't this time. I didn't this time because I told myself this is what I want. You know, yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. But you know, it, it was one of those things. It's scary because I knew how much I was gonna make in the car business, yeah. even though it was commission based. I knew every month how much money I was gonna make. This, I was coming back to Spring Hill to an uncertain business. Yeah. You know, did I make the wrong decision or anything like that? And it's, you know. I mean, it's oh, there's it, a huge risk. Yeah, uh, yeah and it when was, your own business is scary. And it was uh, the not first couple rich. of years. Yeah, not when you're not when you're that rich, you know. But I mean, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I think I had seventy five dollars left in my pocket or something like that, yeah. you know. And so when I came back here, it was I had probably twenty twenty five kids that went year round, you know. But I mean, over the years, it kind of built up. And when Lacey and I met a couple of years ago. Um, she kind of got me in the door, you know, mm-hmm. with some people in Minden. I moved to Minden, and uh, she introduced me to the right people, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, I said, you just get me in the door. I'll do the rest. Yeah. You know, I'll prove myself. I won't let you down. You know, she – I mean, I, I it was touch and go there. She didn't know whether I was really good at what I did mm-hmm. or not, you know. And so, I mean, there's a thousand people that do what I do and yeah. the architects, right. right? But how many of them can actually – yeah, you know, produce, and yeah. so uh, I said, "Get me there. I'll, I'll, I won't let you down." So now you've been get... in business since 2013. Yeah. What's the yeah. name of your company? Uh, Elite Baseball Softball Academy. If people are trying to get a uh, in contact you with uh, you can, from the surrounding area, yeah. what's what's the best way to do that? Uh, if they're interested in, in what do you're it on Facebook, here? I got a, I have Elite Baseball and Softball page on there. Uh, you on can Facebook, get, okay. yeah, and then you can get in touch with me through uh, just my phone number, which is three one eight. 
five seven eight zero three four eight. Uh, All right, anybody in the architects? Uh, what's the farthest <laughs> people you got coming out? Or you got? Uh, well, right now, uh, Magnolia comes to Menden, I guess, and then I mean, I've I've got people in in Texas that even, I do kind of stuff like they'll send me uh, like videos of what their kids are doing, okay, and I'll kind of diagnose it. Mm-hmm. And then send it back. Oh, I mean, cool. it's not. I mean, yeah. I don't charge anybody for that. So I mean, I'm sure my now my email will get blowed up saying here fix my kid, but that's okay. You know, yeah. I mean, if they're far enough away and they and they think I can help them, I, if I can, I will. And well, so, if you do the right thing, it always pays off. Yeah, I mean, that's it's something I, I I love. And and Lacey's come out and watch. She goes, I don't know how you do it. You know, because kids today are. They're not like we are. I mean, we were, you know, these kids yeah. today are kind of idiots. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, not these kids today, a lot of them are not very respectful, and a lot yeah. of them are, you know, pretty handed just about anything. And so you, you've got some that are grounded, but you got a bunch of them that, yeah. you know. And yeah. so she's a, I would kill them kids, <laughs> you know. And so I've, I've developed a lot of patience with them, and. And I feel like I'm pretty good at what I do. Yeah. And well, so, that's great. Well, that's, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Tag's going to start, uh, hopefully. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping we can. I, we start, I hope uh, we can. Because you said you start them out at six. Yeah, yeah. So young, youngest six. Yeah. So I want to get, get the tagster. The oldest I have, the youngest is six, the oldest is 21. So have you, uh, so you got a good spectrum there. What is your yeah. best uh, success story? You, not a, you don't have to give a name. Could you give a, an instance? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I have the average age is probably in that, that – um, 10 to 12 range, 8 to 12 range. And so, I mean, those kids are, those kids are just every year getting better and better. I mean, I mean, they are, you know, high school kids wise, you know, uh, you know, I, I sit here and, you know, one of my favorite people in the whole world, you know, are Amber Lee, uh-huh. you know, uh, Amber Lee Nix, shout yeah. out to Amber Lee Nix, love that girl. She, uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, she one of my favorites, probably so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. so she's, you know, she just finished her second year at Hines, uh, and she's going to go to Centenary to finish out her next two years. Great. She, and so, how fast are you throwing now? Ah, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, yeah. she's in the sixties. I just don't know where at. So, yeah, she throws. I mean, I don't care. Forty six feet. That's like that's pretty quick. Yeah, it can so, only three ninety four miles an hour. I've never. Yeah. Uh, I've got more respect for him. Baseball people are going not like this, but I have more respect for the softball. The great softball hitters, I mean, as far as that, because they have less time to react. They have, yeah. I mean, it's on top of you. There, some of these girls are throwing it from forty feet. By the yeah. time they, if these girls are six four, so, or six five, I guess it's a timing thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, softball is reaction. The reaction, reaction time is so time. stupid. I brought her. I've let her pitch. I, I, I had that one year. I had uh, in the top twenty one batting averages in the in the whole area. We had seven of the top 25, I think, in North Webster for baseball, all right? And these kids, I mean, we had the top one, two, and three. Wow. In the area. And that's from that's from North Webster. I mean, that's from, like, Northwestern and Alexander up. Yeah. So, I mean, we these, kids were, these kids were killing it, yeah. okay? I mean, they were in – and we were in a mid-threes uh, as far as the team batting average. And so uh, – it was crazy, and they, you know, it, it, with that comes a little bit of confidence and a little cockiness, you know, and and so she's over there. I'm like, y'all, come on over. We're fixing that. I'm gonna bring y'all down the to you know to her. <laughs> right. uh, I said, step up here. Yeah. And so I mean, it's it's a different world when you step in there at 46 feet or so, and and you got her throwing anywhere from 59 to 64 miles an hour at you. I mean, some of them didn't even get a bat on it. 
And these are some of the best baseball hitters in the area. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen the Alex Pujols versus oh, Jenny yeah. Finch video? Oh, yeah, yeah. He got, uh, I, I, he got I'm humbled sorry, pretty quick. But I wouldn't, I'm not going to stand up there and look that stupid. <laughs> 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 There's too much groundwork laid in front of me no, already. I, she's throwing I, 69 miles an hour. Yes, I'm not. It's like 103 or something. Yeah, yeah. if not more than that. If I mean, yeah. it's, it's so crazy, so. Now, if you're interested in what Jeffrey's doing down there, it's Elite Baseball and Softball Academy. Mm -hmm. You want to give that number out one more yeah, time? Yeah, 318-578-0348. All right, look them up on Facebook. Uh, uh, and hey, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, we appreciate you coming in. I, I mean, I, I've enjoyed it. I for mean, a guy that's that's not as in love with baseball as uh, Mr. Lovefest over here, <laughs> um, I sure I, I really am, I appreciate. I'm it. glad you got to I come. I appreciate it. And, I'm, uh, glad I was I was here. I'm glad I was here. Are you teaching the kids down there to trash talk as good as you? Uh, have done. I mean, now there's a couple of them that I will I will coach along the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I, cause no, I think there's some possibility they might be pretty good at it. So <laughs> right. I mean, you know, now some of them I can't teach it to because they're just they're just a nightmare waiting to happen. So. Yeah, and, and plus well, yeah. any more nose jokes, everybody. please text them Absolutely. to me. Oh, any yeah. more nose jokes? Uh, the nose, we'll, no, we'll take I, all I mean, the nose I, jokes. I jumped in where I shouldn't have. No, that's good. No, you better get your punches in when you can. That's right. Yeah, because he's pretty quick. I'm gonna sit at home. And write stuff, oh, yeah. uh, but no, we appreciate you coming on. I that was great. It's it is, is one of the most, uh, our biggest social media uh, interaction. It was, yeah, uh, the it it. sure. I think it certainly paid off for that. I mean, yeah. that was great stories. It made me laugh a few times as well, but it yeah. just is fascinating. I yeah. never somebody, somebody from well, somebody from right here in the Arklatex. Yeah. You know, we're proud of this area, yeah. And, yeah. and you yeah. represented us and and. Now yeah. you're back here, it, you know. I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys had me on here because this is a lot of fun reliving it, you know. It, yeah. yeah. Some of it. And that's what we <laughs> Did you start forgetting this was on for a while? Yeah. It, it, it yeah. goes away. I mean, right? it's pretty cool. You know, and, and with you guys too, it's pretty easy. So, I mean, it's. Appreciate that. You know, yeah, that makes kind of, that makes me feel kind of good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with you guys, it's pretty easy just for, just sitting here and talk. So, I mean, cool. Well, that's what we try to do. We want to yeah. highlight talent that's that's gone, come from here and gone and cool and amazing yeah. things that maybe wouldn't get highlighted other places and I appreciate that's it. That's a great example of it. That's You're right. small town you, famous. You are a small you are small town famous. That's and, exactly uh, what this is the And that's that's exactly what we want to get to our listeners if anybody out, else out there you think that you're small town famous. You can always reach out to us. Remember that's the real small town famous at gmail.com. You can also find us Facebook, go like us, uh, Twitter at the st famous and uh all caps yeah, on the might as well all cap. and uh <laughs> we also uh, if you're interested in winning a t-shirt we our facebook t-shirt giveaway is still ongoing where all you got to do is like share comment tag a friend tag a friend yep. it, we, you will automatically be uh Selected from from a list and, and must be nice to get one though. We yeah. got one yet. <laughs> well, there, we had an interesting call. We did in our last episode. Jeffrey wasn't around for that. Uh -huh. um, I'm soaking a finger. Well, you know what? I think <laughs> there's somebody else that that See? didn't that didn't get a shirt, and ironically, they are obsessed with you, just like you're obsessed with Jeffrey Orr over here. Jeff, um, that's my man right there. Uh -huh. Jeffs. But I will. Uh, Maybe maybe you'll be here from her. I hope she got her shirt. Did she? Did you? I don't know. Uh, she never did tag anybody. 
Yeah, she tried. No, she did. She know. kept trying to tag Jeffrey. Nailed it. That's, I, well, yeah. She and never did. We I, told her to stop trying she to She never tag did Jeffrey figure out how. <laughs> also, pl- please uh, <laughs> go to smalltownfamous.com. Yes. We're uh, getting a little bit more content up there. You can listen to the show. You can meet and read more about our guests, our host. Uh, you can also click on the, what's it called? Uh, Help us show out. some love. Show some love button. Show some love button. It takes you to Patreon, our Patreon page, where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Dollar a month is, um, is doable for most people. Yeah, that's doable for I'm most people. I'm doing it because yeah. we we want to continue to provide free content to that's everybody, exactly right? And yeah. uh, we want to make you laugh, and so. And if you go to pay, if you go, and if you happen to uh, be familiar with Patreon, if he's taking a picture of my nose, it's W. <laughs> uh, no, he would have to be standing further back. Yeah, that's right. Oh that's right. So it's just an eye. You walked into that one. I did. Um, <laughs> which your nose says all the time. <laughs> God, I just keep coming. just keep on. So I seen him a day at the four way, and Taylor, he had to roll his window down to look to the left so his nose. <laughs> Damn. Oh. But if they want to find us at Patreon, it's www.patreon.com forward slash small town famous. And also, hey, we're getting a selfie right here. But hey, look, uh, you'll take a picture of your shirt. Absolutely. Get, yeah, you get a small town famous hey, no, shirt. Hey, hey, hey you'll take on. a picture of us. Uh, yeah. We're going live. Yeah. Oh, we're live. Oh, are we live? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Right, Might as well. Do it live. Nice you we'll do it live. Hang oh on. my gosh! <laughs> Trying to connect. Oh my gosh! I got I got uh, Verizon. Oh, my Wi-Fi. Here, you know, here. Hey, you do did you know they're putting a Verizon tower, Taylor? I'm going oh, live. Yeah. Hey, you going live? Where? Let me swap it over. Hey, you keep stepping on my cord, man. Well, don't holler at me. I'm I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> He's going live. There you go. That's that's, that's the camera. camera. That's, that's the, the camera, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> no, what? That's the video. That's it's, yeah. That's video. not the same as Facebook oh, Live. Oh, you talking about Facebook Live? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! Jeffrey's gonna turn his iPhone camera on. Somebody get that. Somebody get that man a rotary dial. Right, okay. <laughs> Open that up. Let me take a picture of it. Jeff, here I'm gonna do Facebook How do you Live for you. Facebook. Oh, you uh, where you uh, it says when you start live. posting man, it says go live video. video. You know what, Chase? Live I don't have video. a nose like you. Uh, here we go. Let me do it. Jeff. Uh, I'm going to do it. Jeffrey. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. You ain't got a nose like me, and I ain't got a gut like you. So that's one thing. A what? A gut? That's Cinderella fat. <laughs> what? Yeah. What does that even mean? I can't say it on the air because of them rules. Them rules up there? Yeah. I can't remember the rules. Notice the rules, so. please. What's up? Take it. Hey, Jeffrey Orton House. Hey. Been We're a blast. To- Having a good time up here. We're about to wrap up. Say hi, man, Jordan. It's Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. There you go. Chase. What's up? What's up? Jeffrey. And. See, my nose ain't the biggest chase. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> Man. That's his one Woo! go-to. Isn't it? That's, that's all you need. So, the, hey, <laughs> I got the one go-to. You there's a honors? lot of material you working yeah. here. You know somebody want to do the honors? Since right. Jeffrey's never had yeah. one. Hey, man, here's his shirt for you. <laughs> man, that's we appreciate you coming in. in. All right. This is a small town famous T-shirt. Wear it everywhere you go, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but we want to recognize that you are small town famous officially. Doing Thanks, big guys. Things. I appreciate that. Appreciate you being on right. the show. Thanks, yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate Thank you. Thanks. It's been a blast. No, yeah, man. We're glad to have Enjoyed you. Enjoyed it. <laughs> I got Lacey. Why are you hiding in the corner? All right, all right. Well, you know what? Before we go, let's do some uh, uh, quick shout-outs to our um, our sponsors. Again, um, for tonight. Regional Hospice. 
out of Shreveport and Minden. That's right. My wife works for him. Yep. Miss Amanda. She's my sugar mama. She makes more than me. Um, Everybody makes more than me. <laughs> because um, you don't have a job. But I, have, I do have a job. I do have a job. <laughs> I do have a job. I, I, I wish you were. Shout outs to Shout out to Regional Hospice Care Group. Two locations, Minden, Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, most experienced hospice care team in North Louisiana. You got a full time doctor or physician on staff. Phone number is 318 382 9396. That's 318 382 9396. If y'all have a loved one that's going downhill and needs some hospice, y'all call them. What was that? Did a bat just fly into that? Huh? What fire are you putting out with all that water? I asked asked Lexi for water Uh, 45 minutes ago. At least. I think yesterday. Where's Where the freezer right. at? Well, we're, uh, we're, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, and Taylor, apparently she, apparently she had to walk to Taylor. Um, so, our, so thanks no, to... Yeah. Uh, no. Wait, uh, yeah. <laughs> so thanks to them. Thanks to uh, Billy Bland Fishery. Thanks to Lake, uh, Lake Sioux Nursery, Shooters, uh, st- the station, Mikey's, Outdoor Marine. Acne, uh, Whitehead. Outdoor Repair and Service. <laughs> Uh, Otherwise known as the longest company name in Arkansas. What is what is the company name? It's almost Mikey's, it's on the website. It's yeah. Whitehead Outboard Marine. Out what? Outboard Marine. Outboard. Outboard outdoor, Marine. Outdoor. outdoor. It's not outdoor. It's outboard. 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 Like a pig. Well, let's Google. You know it. what? But all we got to do is do uh, <laughs> is go to www smalltownfamous.com click on sponsors and you'll go right to the you'll there go you right go. to it that's the easiest way instead of typing all that instead of typing yeah instead of typing all that and plus and you can listen to the show while you're here it is right here yeah. what does it say Whitehead Whitehead last episode that says dude what have you been looking up oh my gosh all you've been looking up is nose pictures what are you trying to do Compare him to one special guy. Oh my gosh. So what is what, what's his name? I'm Whitehead Marine and Outboard Repair. Let me see his there phone. We, there we go. <laughs> uh, so again, thanks. Thanks to those sponsors. That's all the shout outs, I believe. Can you get your Jerusalem <laughs> cru- cruiser off of my uh <laughs> 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 So oh. was there anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Uh no, we'll, we can save yeah. some of this other stuff. Well, you we know we just want to really highlight Jeffrey today. We, we do, um, but there is something we, we promise we do every episode, and we didn't pick our iTunes review winner. Well, did, did we? Ha- oh, we do have one, yes. I guess. Because yes. we, we went from 15 to 16. Yeah. Uh, so Really? We, yeah, we absolutely have. But, uh, we sure but We're just going to randomly pick one. So let me go to Small Town Famous on iTunes at the iTunes store and see how fast we come up. You slid the spots right up. <laughs> That's what Jeffrey says. <laughs> Mark. Mark, because we all know he's having trouble. I, I'm fixing them. I'm fixing them to start marking for people. I didn't say nothing. I've been good this episode. You, you have, and I'm proud of you, um, Jeffrey. Proud of you. Thank you. Because I've kept you muted most of the time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't look this way. You poke me in the eye. Yeah. All right. So you have to come up with new material the, next time. You're like that. Okay. Pit, you're like that tuba pitcher. All you got is one pitch, man. 
and I'm knocking it out of the park every time. So, wow, I, I, I haven't even read this. This, this is the winner because it's an awesome review. It happens to be the newest one, but it's awesome. Do it. Have y'all read it? No, I've not read it. Uh, no, man, I'm busy. It's like having a conversation with friends. <laughs> Except for lately because you're jobless. Seriously? <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> Tell them I have a job, so shut you up. Do, you do now have You're a technically job. still employed. You just hadn't been in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new job. He does. I don't work at the sawmill no more. Yeah, and I want it waxed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> So this is from not funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that was funny. I really was good. Trust me, I'm I'm very funny. Who won? That's enough on me. That is never enough. You keep walking into him. He's like he is freight off the body freight. Which we love, right? Oh, yeah. We don't love you. So, y'all don't love me? We, no, we love... Uh, well, uh, yeah, that come out wrong. No, we love you very much. I'm just saying, you, man, you take it in stride. I don't care. Anyway, who won the dad burn thing? The lawn... The lawn it's still the lawn, the lawn ranger. L-A-W-N? When you're from Arkansas, it's still lawn. sounds like lawn ranger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The that, lawn, the draws lawn ranger. Pool, I yeah. do. I the, lawn, the lawn ranger, 1985. It says uh, it's five-star review. This is like having a conversation with my buddies. We talk, we talk about all the same stuff, all the way down to conspiracies and even the giants <laughs> of Genesis six. That did you leave this? Did you leave this, Jordan? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I've binge listened to all the episodes. Killer podcast. Where can Thank I get Jeffrey, a t-shirt? I don't have a job either. <laughs> <laughs> If you be wow. listening to our podcast, like, nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember trying to do the, doing a profile a of, of the guy that left us our first review ever on, but it was on Facebook. The truck driver, yeah, right? the truck driver. He said we had the second worst, the second worst podcast he had ever heard. The worst being a a truck driver uh, reading every signs on the way down the interstate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How on speed? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, man, okay, I invited me to this thing. The standards <laughs> were, were so know, low. But the, and that, but the thing was, to to us, the funny part was, he said it was the second worst, which we meant, the worst, which yeah. meant yeah. he spent. An hour, whatever, listening to a guy read road signs. Yeah. yeah. So worst. we're thinking, what does this guy actually do? For so his opinion really can't matter that much. <laughs> yeah. And, and he left a review how on Facebook. You, I mean, how, there are sometimes, how do you, how do you read that? I mean, uh, I it's just well, a picture. I don't know. Yeah, it's just well, a picture. When you're on speed, it's not too hard. That's true. <laughs> Everything, I mean, <laughs> you make up words. Yeah. <laughs> so, See, you know, I'm going to take he, two he, of those words and use them on the next sign. <laughs> he said, uh, anyway, he, he ended it was saying, where can I get a T-shirt? Well, you know what? You just get one. one. You're getting, You're getting one. one. Where's he from? Uh, Let's pull this like I Oprah. Don't know. I don't know. You get a shirt. We have got to. Uh, so I don't know how to do it on iTunes. How do you reply? Because most of these people, I hit them up on Twitter. We'll just look up the Lawn Ranger 1985. I guess Google him. Google him. Google. Well, no. Watch it we'll get our, but here's the deal. <laughs> if it went, well, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not Because obviously, if he's listening to every episode, what we're going to say, Lawn Ranger... At 1985, thank you very much for listening. Email and if us. You will please, tweet us. Yeah, tweet us or email us. Like that. That's right. Go we'll to the website and uh, <laughs> get with us, and you've got a small town famous t shirt headed your way. I gotta learn way. how to do this tweet thing. 
Really? Tweet. It ain't idiot. hard. I'll I'll you know, give me your phone. I'll look up Twitter. What you do is you look up Jeffrey and block him immediately. <laughs> That's the first thing you do. And subscribe to Donald Trump. <laughs> the first one is follow Donald Trump. Tell oh, ask, ask, me, ask me the first person I saw. I've got a tweet deal. I just don't know how to do it. I mean, I, so who was the first person you followed when you got on Twitter? Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and don't make the mistake, though, of following Donald Trump. President Donald Trump. Yeah, there's and you'll get the White House. Yeah, it's all uh, the same. And don't because, go to whitehouse.com. Right, because it goes ding 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 ding. ding. Uh, it's all day long. It's oh, ridiculous. No. Yeah, no. but I figure uh, Trump probably provides enough entertainment. We he does, but you know, that's oh, great. Twitter, you talk about Twitter being mm-hmm. difficult. It's amazing. It's still kind of difficult, and I'm really <laughs> proud of what we've built with this, considering that the majority of us don't. <clears throat> don't know what a podcast is. I didn't know. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, and it's very hard. I'm this time. Yeah, I mean, look at it. Like I, I had no clue. That is the demographic it, it, around here. They just didn't He's know. Like, who? I said, what? what? Yeah. I'm like, listen. She goes, oh, what are you doing? I go, I have no clue. I'm just going to go have fun. A podcast? Yeah. A podcast. Is that something farmers know. do? I'm talking right. into a microphone. That's yeah. all I know. Like, this got, will they be, got this a tin can. The- they said they'd give me a shirt. <laughs> this is I'm going to get a new t-shirt, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Aaron. At least you got one. You know, uh, Aaron, our, the one uh. that does our edit, our producer, he, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, he he basically said this is, this is the future of talk radio. Yep, I mean yep. that is dying because yep. this is talk radio on demand. And I'm gonna tell you something: if you, if I've never binge listened to a podcast before, but I had, I went and uh, what really spurred the uh, narrative podcast <coughs> uh, was a podcast named Cer- called Serial. Yeah, that's number one uh, at all times. Yeah. Have you listened to S Town? Yeah, that well, that's number. Yeah, that's the. Uh, isn't it the same people that? It's the created? same people. Yeah. The thing is, with Serial, they did one a week. S-Town just launched the entire season. The, the, the thing. Oh it's God. one story. They're kind of going at a Netflix. Uh, yeah. You will, you will like, no, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And it's an incredible story. Which is the complete opposite of us. Is like, when, it, it's when so does awesome. this stop? But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> 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 wow. But listening to, that, listening to their podcast, it sounds like it's a small town in, right outside of Talladega. And the guy that, the dude from whatever PB public radio mm-hmm. didn't recognize that fact, but Woodstock, Alabama. And it sounds like, it sounds like Taylor. A lot of the people, their accents and all of that. And, and there's like, this place can't be real. It's almost like mystical. And I'm thinking, we listen to that crap every day. It's for real. Now we don't call this place S town. I love, I love where we live. In, uh, I thought it was T town, but uh, anyway, it, but it, it's, it's an awesome podcast and I'm not really meaning to give them a shout out, but, uh, What's up? Yeah. Maybe they'll give it us one. Maybe they'll give us one back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he been. Has anybody been scrolling through the top charts and seen Harmontown and thought it was ours at first? Because it's kind no. of the same color and the same shape of our icon. I had. I don't know uh, how. I think you look at it. <laughs> hey, this thing is trademarked. If they get a little too close. Well, first you got to find a way to pay for it. You got to throw away. That, <laughs> first, you got to throw away that Motorola. <laughs> you got to actually get a smartphone. You know the thing is, the, um, I was want I was trying to tag all of us in our. Uh, I was announcing that Jeffrey was almost here. knew we're about to about to start recording. I tagged you. I tagged you. I tagged myself. <clears throat> tried to tag Chase. Didn't tag me. Uh, no, I, did, I tried, but apparently he doesn't even follow our. Facebook page. What? <laughs> what? Why not? I get, you I, like I get all it. the updates. 
that you follow it? Have you liked it? Every what well, is there? A it difference? wouldn't even come up. <laughs> Whenever you like it, you start following it, don't you? Yeah, yeah right. it's, a, it's a two and one. Well, now, normally, and then you but, can unfollow it, but still be exactly. Whatever. But I haven't. Why not? Why wouldn't you come up? You, you, your name would not come up. Maybe I'm a ghost. Maybe he doesn't like our page. I don't like commitment. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, we we know. <laughs> I'm going to give this podcast about 40 episodes before I make a decision. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have to go to Magnolia tonight. So if we could kind of wrap this up, hey, uh, that'd be great. I got to go to Menon, but I mean, I'm good. Y'all just keep going. <laughs> no, I got to go to Dallas. I have to go to Dallas. I might be spinning out here to Allen's because Lacey's cutting her eyes over <laughs> no, uh, Next up, we should be talking about Steven Seagal being banned. Uh, Japan and it's ninja shortage, so tags be look for a job. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like it was freestyling. And then Steven uh, Seagal being banned from Japan. <laughs> yeah, banned from Japan. Anyway, uh, I'm very good at freestyle. Jeffrey's on the can. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> driving <laughs> McDonald's if you're a kid. Jordan's been talking about ex girlfriends. Uh, and hashtag four word letdowns. Like you are the father. That's four uh, four word letdown. Or uh, oh, Jason's had that let down twice. <laughs> I've, I've been let down quite often. Another one was uh, you have insufficient funds. Four word letdowns. We'll be doing hashtagging those. Uh, what's the brokest you've ever been? I'm interested oh, in that topic. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Come, mm. But that's all. Uh, <laughs> I remember I couldn't. I couldn't pay my, ma- my maid one time. No, 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 no. Save it for. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say he <laughs> pay his maid one time? You know what? That was uh, a joke. That guy got a lot of sympathy here. I had to defer a month's yacht payment. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, oh, she had been getting. Sorry, Louisa. You're not getting because, your check. But that's and it was all. Because of, it's because of ice. So. <laughs> But she came back. I was able to pay her. But that's all next time. After I snuck her back in over the border, I was able to pay her. (laughs) But that's not money. (laughs) But all of that will be coming up next time, and that's uh... yeah. All that will be coming up next time. (laughs) 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 And that'll that'll do it for us at Small Town Famous today. All right, I I don't know what that is. Whatever that is, I've never I've never seen that before. Alan on the teleprompter, <coughs> I've never seen that. No, it's we're gonna we're gonna just think yeah. But uh, I can't read it. There's there's no words on it. Okay, ready and that, there's no words on it to play us out. What does that mean to play us out? It's Sting. Sting's gonna do. It's a video. Sting video. What is for credit? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? Yeah. Did the show? Yeah, yeah. All right, go. Go. In five, four, three, two. That's tomorrow, and that is up. And again, five, four, three, two. That's next time, and that is it for us today, and we'll leave you with... I can't do it. Okay. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Oh, okay, no. We'll do it live! Screw it! I'll write it! And we'll, we'll do it live! Stupid thing sucks! In five, four, three. That's next time, and that is it for us today. We're Small Town Famous, and thanks again for listening. We'll leave you with Sting and to cut off his new album, Take It Away.